Okay, hello and welcome to the Old Man Orange Podcast. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. I'm Ryan Dunnigan. And I'm James Artville. Yeah, we got special guest James here from Octa Rock Talk, the show that Ryan does with him. And we've come today to do a collaboration, which is kind of ironic. We have never done one yet. I mean, Ryan's always mentioned it's like, it would just be like Old Man Orange, but slightly different. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was one of those things we were talking about doing because, you know, Pokemon Arceus Legends, I forget the order of the name is, uh, that came out not so long ago. So we're like, okay, well, let's do, because last time we did a Pokemon game, it was kind of like, well, we were both only like two hours into the game, and that was the episode. So, like, all right, well, let's do one where we all give our first impressions, and then on Octorok Talk next week, or maybe week after, we'll come back and give final thoughts, whether it is we finished the game, or we're almost done with the game, or have enough of an idea of what the game is by this point. So... Yeah, and I figured, you know, this. I know this is gonna because there's. I know this is a sh- uh, this is a th- something that both shows we're gonna want to cover. I'm like, well, I don't want to go and talk about the same thing <laughs> back to back. So here we are. So we thought we'd do a double feature where we do one where we come in, have our initial thoughts of kind of like what we've done the first, I guess, two, three days of whatever we've been playing it. You know, since it's been out, and then uh, have another episode next week or whatever that we do our final round of like we finished the game and what's our final thoughts on it and everything like that. And I don't know about you guys, but this game is the one of the most magical experiences I've had in forever. I mean, I say I probably say that a lot. It's like the same way when it comes to movies. Like, boy, I love this movie more than anything else. We like you said that about the last ten movies. GI Joe Snake Eyes. Let me tell <laughs> Holy you. Holy crap! Yeah, you know. But no, this one seriously. This this new Pokemon unbelievably amazing in my book. I loved it so much. Um, James, why don't you go next? Because I have a little bit of a story before I go into my part. Yeah. You know, it, it's so funny. I recall thinking in my mind when watching the trailer for this, because they announced Brilliant um, Pearl and Shiny Diamond and Arceus in the same Nintendo Direct, did they not? I, I recall so. them being like like back to back. I couldn't help but think like, Wow, like both of these games take place in the same region, and yet visually they are black and white difference. You know, the remakes of uh, Diamond and Pearl are are pretty faithful to their uh, Game Boy Advance counterparts. Or DS. Which, oh, they were the DS. See, I haven't played them, so. Yeah, yeah, no, because that, <laughs> that, that, that was the big deal about those ones, is they were the first DS ones and whatnot. That's why you get that little mode in there that like probably is like seems really confusing if you didn't play the DS, where all of a sudden this like you know kind of like eight bit Pokedex thing pops up and you can kind of flip through and there's like why is the time there? Like I need to know that, but like you know on the DS that would have been your bottom screen. They're like oh we don't know where to put this at, so we'll just kind of put it as you hold start or whatever the heck, that <laughs> or L one or whatever. <laughs> it was like it was like a really random button because I remember you just there. It's like oh oh that that's there. Oh oh look you can flip through all those modes that nobody probably looks at. Yeah. It was presented to me. I'm like, all right, not coming back to that. Yeah. It's kind of confusing because, like, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee were glorified remakes of Red and Blue. And yet they took liberties of, like, adjusting the camera, the free-roaming camera, mm-hmm. uh, the, the models. You know, the, the character models weren't, you know, little 3D sprites like they are in, in the in the Diamond and Pearl Anyways, it was, so it was very much a faithful, you know, one-to-one recreation. And then with Arceus, I can see where they took elements of Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, which, you know, as 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 those games were compared to Red and Blue and Yellow, you know, they were awesome. You know, they, they were they were great. They were a step in the right direction, uh, but they still felt really limiting because now you have 
this 3D world. You have the camera, you know, moving in and out, zooming in, and it really felt claustrophobic. It really, it really emphasized how small the world was and the, how constrictive the paths and the layouts and, you know, it's a Game Boy game. So, you know, that's what it was. And it was fine when you're playing it on a three inch screen, but seeing it in HD was just really like, ah, you know, it looks great, but I just want to explore the world. And then we had what? We we, um, we, we talked about like Pokemon with uh, the Let's Go, I think. Let's Go ones. Right, right. You know, and then and then after that, we had uh, Sword and Shield, right? Like mm-hmm. That was chronologically the next one. And then that introduced the Wilds. And that was like, you know, it, it was advertised as this is the Pokemon experience you've been waiting for. Yeah. Here is a place where you can see the Pokemon. You can run around wherever. You know, it's still a limited. It's not the whole map. It's this area, the Wilds. And it felt more organic, you know, it. But still, like you know, it didn't it didn't resonate with everybody. And then here comes Legends Arceus, and it, it's not a perfect game. I have a few a few things that I could say about it. But I I, I got to say though that the Pokemon Company, Game Freak, they've been you you're seeing this trend. They're moving in the right direction, and this was definitely the next milestone. Mm-hmm. And I and I would love to see them continue this journey. And to really go all out in this direction, like Legends with a subtitle Arceus suggests that there might be other Legends games mm-hmm. with a different subtitle. Like maybe this is going to be the first of many. I hope I hope that's the case because uh, I, I love what I've played so far. This is the Pokemon game that I envisioned in my mind as a, you know, 10, 11 year old, you know, with the epicness, the freedom, you know, hiding in the grass throwing pokeballs you know like that that experience the immersion mm-hmm. instead of having having the the battle screen swipe left and then transition to a completely different background and feeling like like your feet are are cemented to the floor and you're stuck and you know that the, the turn base and you still have the turn-based battle but i love the ability that that your trainer can can move, move freely move around despite it still being a turn-based action. So it's just like you're, you're no longer constrained, even though there are still the traditional RPG parameters. It's it's great. It, I love it. Yeah, see, that's the thing I like about it a lot is it kept the turn-based thing because I didn't think this game was supposed to have turn-based mechanics in it because they kept making it out like when they were advertising, like, oh, it's going to be kind of more like an action RPG. So I, I pictured it being more like, okay, you're going to have your Pokemon out of the ball the whole time and, you know, you're going to be pressing. Their different attacks are going to be assigned to different buttons and whatnot. And then the second I start this game up, I'm like, oh, they still kept the turn base in there? Like, that to me just, like, solidified it because if I go back to, like, the Switch, I think the Switch is one of those, like, real fantastic time periods for Pokemon games games because you know just starting off with the let's go uh pikachu and eevee like to me when i played that that game right there was like oh my gosh this is what i always want red and blue on the big screen still turn-based all the kind of good stuff but better graphics and whatnot then they you know amped it up even more of sword and shield because sword and shield was that was to me what i pictured like what i always want on the n64 back in the day and then even gamecube and so on and just kind of never came never came never came sword and shield defined that but going into this new Pokemon and Pokemon Legends and whatnot, like, I do love just the runaround, being able to go out there, capture Pokemon. And the one thing that's nice about it is in that Switch generation, that's where they brought, like, catching Pokemon was kind of, like, good again. Because I will say, in, like, for the longest time, like, catching Pokemon was kind of like, you caught what you needed. 
and that was about it. But after a while, it's like, well, why am I doing it? You know what I mean? I don't. And what I liked is I think it was Let's Go. They, they added you got experience points when you caught Pokemon. So it's like, oh, okay, that makes it worthwhile. And then they put that in the Sword and Shield. And it's like, oh, okay, so yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll continuously keep catching Pokemon if that's the case. If I'm going to get experience points and it's going to kind of make it worth my while other than just send them off to the office, you know, and just leave them there. And Bill, take this shit. Yeah, exactly. And with Legends, it's like... This game's, like, defined where it makes catching Pokemon just really fun, because that's, like, its core concept is, like, the going around catching Pokemon part. You know, there is battles and so on like that, but that's almost, like, the sideline where, no, 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 we're really gonna, like, make the Pokemon catching experience awesome. If I can temporarily, I'm not gonna totally derail this, I just want to say something. The day this came out, I had to work half, like, half a day, and I work at a dog place, and I... Dog fight essentially happened. I was breaking it up, and I full-on got bit, like full-on puncture bit by a dog. And as soon as we calmed down and managed to get out of there, I was checking. I was bleeding and all that. I was like, shit, Pokemon comes out today. I got to I gotta make sure. Sh- I can't go to prompt care. I got to go get Pokemon so I can do it for the fucking podcast. So I'm like, I'm checking. I'm looking in like, uh, dog had his rabies shots. Okay, this and that. Okay, some Neosporin and Boom, Band-Aid. Good. We're good. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a, a lifelong scar. And <laughs> to, to this Rub game. some gasoline on it. Yeah, yeah. So here I, so, you know, as soon as I got home, like, I was actually feeling it in like in my, like, wrist into my arm with the you know the pushing the buttons and all that and i was feeling it like i'll play through it i'll play through it and yeah this is kind of one of those games maybe it's not like the game pokemon game i want for every pokemon game from now on in from now on but it's kind of like a good side series and it kind of fills a little bit of that void you wanted as a kid like to go out and before because it was a thing like you know when you watch the cartoon as or anime as a kid there would be those things where Oh, it's presumed to be dangerous, but then it, you didn't really feel that danger when you played the game. And then, you know, you felt a little bit of that danger when you went to into Sword and Shield, because what happened is you'd go in there and like, oh, there's an Onyx. It's 47. I'm 12. I'm getting the fuck out of here. But then, um, but then like this one, you, you actually do feel the danger when you come across like a Rapidash in the wild. It's not just this ex- walking experience points. It's mm-hmm. this thing that can kill you. So I appreciate that because I feel like for a while the games, uh, it was almost kind of like, I'm going to steal some words you said, Spencer. Uh, For a while it felt like you're kind of catching stuffed animals where this one, it feels like, oh no, no, these in, because it kind of goes back to like what the creator wanted to perceive Pokemon as, which is the beginning. People like them, but they're kind of scared of them. And here, this is before they're really part of everyday society. So they are scared of them and they don't want, they don't really trust them. But there are those out there like, I kind of like this Starly thing, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I know, I know what you mean there, and so on. Is that there's kind of just the the dangerous aspects, the worlds out there. Even like there's like you know like the the raid, the you know the kind of the guy who has to tell you all about the stuff as you're going on. But like they even just kind of stay around the bat and be like, "Yo, you you make sure you tell somebody because if you're out there and you die, there's no coming back." Yeah, you know. I mean, it's not like the game has like permadeath or something like that. <laughs> You see a bunch of like erases your file. You see a bunch of like Clefairies just eating your organs. The game over screen comes on like Resident Evil style. I feel for that reason that they up the age of the protagonist because traditionally Pokemon trainers were what eleven when they embark on their journey. Ten. Ten. Okay, yeah. And in this game, they specifically mention, "Oh yeah, you're fifteen. You're a man." Well, you know what? You know what I think it is though. It's like I used to always say, "It's like." 
they, they always call them 10 years old, but let's be honest, they always look like they're like 15. Or And I always said if Pokemon was in the U.S., let's, it would be 18. It'd be like, you get out of high school, it's either you're going to join the military or you're going to go catch Pokemon. <laughs> Like, that, that's how I sort of feel it. Because that's the way they... So, and I mean, Japan always kind of does that. I feel like they they make their characters look way older than they sort of are, and then they slap the age on there. You go, that's not the right age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you, up some years on those. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Even, like, Final Fantasy and so on like that. Like, no, no, put some more years on it. Like, you know what I mean? They're, they're not 16 years old saving the world. Let's let's just be honest. Jet and Cowboy Bebop's apparently 35 or 36. Like, <laughs> bullshit. <Yeah. laughs> um, I love how... How react? How reactionary the Pokemon are? Mm-hmm. You know, long long are the days where it's just an empty field, and then suddenly it's a random encounter. And then even the Let's Go series, you know, you see them walking around, but they're just kind of like NPCs. They're just kind of like walking around in a set path, a circle, a line back and forth, whatever. And you just have to either run into them purposely or avoid them. But in this, you know, like they see you from afar, and they will either, you know continue the course of action or they will run away from you or they will attack you you can distract them with the fruit the berries which you know is kind of reminiscent of the pokemon snap you know games where you can uh, change their reaction based on (laughs) whether you want to pester them with a powder ball or if you want to feed them Mm -hmm. or like safari zone i I also think it's (laughs) kind of funny how like each one because to give you a lot of things to do it says okay you need a capture this many of these you need to defeat this many of these you need to see it use this attack whatever i can't help but feel a little bad when you check your pokedex and it says you need to kill five <laughs> badoofs <laughs> and you just when like the first time i bump into badoof like there's one go kill it and it has it's this for research look. there's the guys i just love how the scientist guys just got that goofy like beanie on of like the little puffy thing on the top just like yeah go out there and kill some more you study him. Bring him back so we can dissect him at the farm. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and the thing is, like, because the first couple I fought, I was just like, I feel kind of bad because it's a fucking Bidoof. What the fuck's it going to do? It just minds its own business walking back and forth. <laughs> and then, like, the first few I fought didn't even, like, fight back. Just like, Bidoof is scared and look in all directions. I'm all like, roll it! Kill it! You know? So it's just like, I, I did have a little bit of like, I try to like, unless it's something that blatantly attacks me, like I, I have no I have no problem killing a Paris because those things are already kind of like, I don't give a shit about them and they they come after you. So I'm like, all right, game on, motherfucker. But like, you know, a Starly or a Padoof, the I, get, I feel a little bad about those. Well, I think it is kind of funny. This is something I do like, though, is I like how, because, you know, in the other games, they've always given you the Pokedex, and it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's literally like handing a 10-year-old a Pokedex. Oh, go out there and do this research. Yeah, whatever pops. I'm going to go out there and be the champion. Well, that, that's, that's not really the goal. We want you to study. No, no, no. We ain't studying here. <laughs> We're killing and fighting and fucking. You know what I mean? <laughs> be like, you're 10 years old. I'm becoming a man today. That's what it says above every gym as you walk in. You slap it on the on the wall as you head in. But this one was like one of those ones where it's like finally it's like okay you got the Pokedex and it's cool because it's like literally eighteen hundred style. Like I, I, that's what I love about this game is it's in like that kind of like turn of the century like industrial revolution. So you got like an old fashioned like what is the Pokedex? It's like just a file folder and you're checking them off with like a pencil and everything like that. And it's like the first time that you actually kind of go out there and you realistically use your Pokedex. It's not just something that happens in like the background and it's like maybe you pull that Pokedex up if you need to figure out where some 
location of a Pokemon is. Like, that's, like, the only reason you kind of pulled up in the old ones and so on. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not really a whole lot of use for it. Where this one, you pull it up, and it's got all the information, and you've got checklists of things you got to do, and you're like, oh, cool. I'm going out. I'm, like, a scientist. I'm doing research. I'm checking this out. Literally, I actually, you can see where these other people, like, the other teams out there are, like, freaking out because they're like, whoa, 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 what are you guys doing? You guys are just going out there, like, using these new adventures and capturing Pokemon? Like, because really what we are is, like, it's like being in the 1800s going out and shooting buffalo, like, in a sense. <laughs> I mean, it's like two steps from that, like, at first all these Pokemon roam free, and then these scientists in about a, you know, five-year period went out and captured them all off the wild land. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be, like, there's supposed to be this, like, ten years from now, there's, like, this, like, recourse with, like, whoa, 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 you guys got to calm down on your Pokemon catching. Well, there's a few <laughs> in this game that we've never seen anywhere else. Now, chances are they're probably going to pop up in the next official Pokemon game. Like, official, official Pokemon game. Yeah. But I'm also like... What if it goes extinct? What if that's what we're doing here? You know, it's like, the, like that that de that deer thing. It's gonna go the way of the dodo. <laughs> just keep, yeah, just you know, they said I gotta kill ten more of them. Yeah, <laughs> you know that really caught me off guard. I, I was expecting the game to take place obviously in the past. Like that's that's the big premise of the game. But when you when you boot up the game and you know Arceus is speaking to you and then it shows your character and they're freaking wearing t-shirts and a short and shorts. You know, it's like. Whoa, I, I did not expect, you know, the whole time travel bit, you know, coming from modern day. And, you know, can, consider this for a minute. Like, what if, you know, it's not just that he came from Pokemon from the future. Like, what if he came from our world mm -hmm. where well, Pokemon you know, is a franchise? I'm yeah. wondering if that's what it's tr trying to really do. The It's probably, probably trying to pull some isekai shit. Trying to really kind of get like, all right, you know, there's all this stuff about, you know, a character from the real world going into RPG world. Might be trying to pull that for, for Pokemon now. Well, you know what I really think it is? I think it's two things. One, it's doing the Assassin's Creed thing because it's like, how do we explain GPS in the 1800s? You know, like it has that feeling because I felt like that's the only reason why there's the futuristic stuff in Assassin's Creed is to explain why you have GPS in 1400s in those games and so on. But um, I think it's supposed to be that, but it almost more feels like it. Now, I'm not saying it's exactly like your character from like uh, Diamond and Pearl, but it almost feels like it's that character because your character already has prior knowledge of Pokemon and capturing it. Like your character's almost already a master, but you've mm -hmm. just taken away their Pokemon, so now they have to start fresh. That's sort of how it feels. Like I don't think it's like a, from like the real world or anything like that. I think it's like, this is... Because I hope it's not the real world. Like, that would be stupid. Um, I hope it sticks, like, that Pokemon is just its world. Time and travel. Whatnot. Yeah, and it's yeah. just a time-traveling thing. And I think it once it's... Once again, explain GPS. Explain why you can, like, warp. Explain why, you know, you have these extra abilities. I mean, I always feel like it's a video game. Do we really need to explain why that there's you know what i mean like it, like it's, but yeah. but there is always there's always that fucking nerd out there who's got a bitch be like well in the 1800s you would never have had gps blah, 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 blah. and there, there, there's that guy you gotta appease i don't know why we appease this person but so they always have to throw <laughs> some reasoning in there that you can't just you know suspend disbelief a little bit but um that's what i think it is i feel like you are like literally the pokemon master of give or take a diamond pearl and you've just been sent back in time because your character seems to already know what's up. And that's why they're like, they're like, well, let's let this 15 year old girl solve our problems and stuff. You know, <laughs> she, she might not be able to beat me in a sumo match, but I, I believe that she, you know, she could save this planet. <laughs> I, I will say I oh, go ahead, James. Oh, it's just that reminds me how incompetent everyone was. Like you, you, you catch a few Pokemon within a you know, matter of 10 minutes and they're they're just astonished. Like, really? It, it was that difficult. You couldn't just throw this rock at it, this acorn. 
Yeah, yeah, but you know, yeah, Tom over there though, he did that, and look at him—he now he's a crippled. <laughs> that Badoof just—he got attacked by a pack of them. <laughs> um, those things aren't as docile as you think. Yeah, no, um, no, there was, uh, yeah, cause the level of incompetence, like. I'm the I'm I'm the kid in the cowboy hat. I I, I pre, I'm the guardian of Cleaver. If you want to see Cleaver, you got to get through me. I got this bug jelly thing. Smack it. Oh, oh, well, Cleaver's not here. So I, I yeah, I don't I don't know what to do. I'll tell you, man. You know. So and then there's Is like that the kid that stands with the wide eyed or the wide mouth at some point. He's just there's one part where he's just got a sense. He's just like. I don't know. Maybe there's a kid. <laughs> I literally took a picture of it on my Switch because I thought it was hilarious. But I, I thought nobody else would get it except for Ryan. So that's why I did. <laughs> Maybe. I'll have to check that. Just just stand there with, like, mouth just open waiting. Yeah, because yeah, uh, he just got that, like, like that, that, like, more that shocked expression. But, like, on that kid, it just looked like he was just ready for you to, like, put some balls in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you really want. Just walk by to put two like. I know you, you've been standing out here in the lost was way longer than you should have. <laughs> so, like the, the 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 pearl clans like won't even fucking like this kid. Per- Cleaver doesn't even acknowledge this kid. We just put him out here by this big fucking tree you know, just to keep him away. We, we give him a job and it makes him feel like he's important, but it keeps him out of our like you know yeah, commune. Keep, <laughs> it keeps him away from everybody else. Well, no. Then there's like the girl who runs the pearl clan, which so far. Pearl Clan's not selling me. I'm liking the Diamond Clan a little bit, but the Pearl Clan coming in like, so go ahead and defeat me with your pokey balls. I don't need. It. I have one poke of the fucking Ice Eevee thing. That's what I got. Cool. I got like 45 so far. I've been here for one day. I got a farm full of them. Exactly. <laughs> literally, literally, th- th- this whole town that I just showed up and I literally fell from the sky and now I run this town practically. <laughs> what I, you know what I really like about though is it has the Yojimbo fistful of dollars like story in a sense in it. Because you literally are like the mysterious stranger. You come out of nowhere. There's this like in a sense two fighting clans. I guess you would almost say three because then there's Galaxy, which I assume is going to turn into like Team Galactic as time goes on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then then they become like the. Um, you started, you helped, you, you, I wonder if, because if your guy does know where, if your guy is the, the character from Diamond and Pearl, it's like, oh shit, am I Darth Vader? Am I, did I create this whole thing? Yeah, did I create Scientology and Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that's what I always think about the Team Collapses is, it's just like, literally, literally it's, it's funny because when that game came out, that's like right at like the height when everybody kind of knows what Scientology sort of is by that point, like it's not just like a hidden thing, it's like, oh shit, Tom Cruise is a Scientologist, oh shit, they made him in a video game? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that, that's a good point. But, yeah, there It's kind of funny how you have a a god phone like oh yeah i can talk to god yeah they're like oh that's cool yeah so like, nobody really questions it. Any- you know in like any other world they'd be like lock that girl up she is a witch a demon from the future <laughs> it's, it's like she got handed the phone that andy warhol gave to jim morrison in the doors <laughs> i got a golden phone it can talk to you can talk to god with it <laughs> it's literally that but at the same at the same time though it is a little bit of that thing of like the story cuz i so far it seems like from where i'm at i'm not sure how far you guys are i only had a chance to play it like the first day i got it which was probably about like 4 hours and then maybe an hour and change the following day and then i had to move had to come up into town so i couldn't get a lot more uh, time in 
my guys, majority of my team I walk with at the moment is probably in their like early 20s, level-wise. Spencer, I saw your guys around 40. Uh, James, where are your guys at? Yeah, I'm around 17, 15. Okay. So, yeah, it's... Right now, I'll say I'm kind of like... I don't really know what entirely what to expect with the battling, but it seems to be like... Because your characters... You seem to roll through your characters a lot quicker in this version. Like, it's not like a typical game where a, ba- a match can last a while. Like, here, the matches last like don't last long. They happen really hard and really fast. And you're probably going to go through, like, two or three guys just in the course of one fight. Depending on who it is, depending mm-hmm. if it's like like a well tr- if it's a good trainer or something. Well, that's why I, I, like, I like the how, difficulty. Yeah, go ahead, James. Yeah, the experience is distributed, so yeah. you're, you're not going to have you're not going to be rocking the one super mega Pokemon the whole time because that w- that was the problem with like the early games is you could level up, you know, just your your main starter, and even if it was a type disadvantage, if it, if it was overpowered enough, it really didn't matter. No, you you you, you can <laughs> literally one force your way through. Everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I I do like how keeping the experience points distributed evenly yeah. uh, encourages you to uh, to to use a variety of Pokemon. And then at that point, then you know having a good loadout, a team of different types and abilities is is advantageous. Yeah. Well, it's like I'm, I'm glad because I think it was Sun and Moon. I almost want to say was the one that started having it where. You, you had that experience go to all your characters right off the bat. I mean, I know in, like, some of the earlier ones, you would get, like, the experience share, but it would take for, like, ever. You wouldn't get it to, like, three-fourths of the game or something like that. But I want to say Sun and Moon literally gave it to you, like, in your first hour. And ever since then, it's, it's kind of nice that they've just been like, no, 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 that's just how Pokemon is. Because the downfall is, is in the other ones, it's like, it's almost, there's, there's one, there's not enough experience in the entire game to level up all your Pokemon evenly anyways. So you're better off just taking, like, your top three and just maxing those ones out out and going the way there but i like how it does because then it lets me use other pokemon or i can just throw a pokemon like in my like fifth and uh, sixth like roster and let them sort of level up in the background and don't have to do the old-fashioned like magikarp throw it out let it get, <laughs> let, let it show up switch pokemon and do that kind of like song and dance and whatnot so it is nice there and then the other thing i like too is i like the other ways you can get experience in this game is like okay you can get experience by catching pokemon you can get experience by defeating pokemon you can get experience just when you throw your pokemon out and they break the rocks or they you know shake the the nuts off the tree and all that kind of stuff and i like how that one just gives individual experience to the pokemon that you're throwing out there but it's kind of nice because you can just run around just you know keep doing that over and over and over again and just kind of collect this like trickle in experience and whatnot without having to technically even battle or kind of you know in any of that other stuff i just like that there's options i saw because there is like you know there's the whole thing about coming across an alpha pokemon and when you first go out there and you come across like a rapidash I'm like going i made a little i said this earlier but like before you come across that in like another game you'd be like oh cool that that's bigger like rapidash was never a favorite character and this seeing how fucking big it is and how intimidating it looks like I actually kind of like this one now. Too bad I can't catch it. But then I'm also, I give this thing credit because I'm like, well, I'm just looking at this. There's no way I can catch this thing now. And some, some that is the case because you got to build up your star points or mm-hmm. whatever. But another part of me was looking into it. I'm like, oh, wow. I think in a few points I could catch that thing because I watched the, I was just looking at how to catch, you know, tips and tricks kind of stuff. And I saw you can capture that thing without even battling if you just time it right. Like if you just throw out enough of its favorite like foods and mm-hmm. doesn't see you and you catch it from behind you, you using a regular pokeball like oh wow really as easy as that and same thing with like a lucario and like 
whatever Chansey's third evolution is, you know? So I, I yeah, say- you got to pay attention. There's the symbols. Yeah. It's like a it's like an orange hexa, uh, hexagon with uh, with a couple of like triangles on top, and depending on how many triangles you see and the color will indicate um, you know whether the Pokemon is agitated or relaxed, and that makes all the difference when trying to catch it. Yeah, I still think it's hilarious that when you sit there and you feed a Pokemon for a bit, and then you feed it just to go out there and murder it real. <laughs> <afterwards>. <laughs> Like, to me, it's like, no, no, I wasn't doing it to capture it. I was feeding it so it wouldn't know the attack was coming. <laughs> it's your final meal. I, I do have to say one thing I love about the Rapidash. America's when I first found it and I was battling it. And I was I was trying to, like, bully my way through there and see if I could do it. But every single time it kills one of your Pokemon, it literally just turns and looks at you with this, like, death stare. Like, like oh, shit, like, I better throw something else out. I literally took a picture of it on the Switch. I'm like, oh, this is so badass. Guess where this horn is going, bitch? <laughs> Bend over. <laughs> <laughs> I finally caught that Rabidash, though, just actually today, so... I'm gonna... When can I get you home, ride it? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I, the only Pokemon you can ride are those, like, mystical ones. So I, I only okay. have two of them so far. There's just, like, the... Um, there's, like, the giant elk thing, and then there's a bear that you get that sniffs out, you know, berries and shit. <laughs> you know, it's I'm a bear with <laughs> I, oh, I'm yeah, assuming man. that the next one's going to be something that swims, because that, that was the first thing, too. I realized, like, oh, shit, you could drown in this game? That's actually kind of ballsy in a Pokemon game as well, too. Stepped off, I'm like, ah, I'll just walk across this river right here. Oh! That happened to me, and I was like, can I swim back? And like, no, I can't. It gives you, like, I like it, hell, it gives you sort of, it's not like Grand Theft Auto, like, Vice City or something like that, where you're like, nope, that's it. It gives you, like, sort of like, maybe you can't, oh, nope, you're too heavy. Yeah. There was a um, yeah. the ball. The ball is way stam- down. His stamina bar is non-existent. <laughs> stamina. <laughs> um, I'll say uh, I do want to go back once I get home. This is basically the first thing I'm doing once I get home. Now that I've kind of looked at a couple how tos, because I'm coming across like there's like a Bidoof. like not Bidoof, but like whatever. Bidoof, the second evolution of yeah, it. Yeah, whatever that thing evolves into. There's a giant alpha of it over by like some rocks in like a beach, and I was like. This thing's 16. I'm, like, in my early 20s. Why can't I fucking capture this thing yet? And then I'm, like... And I watched the tips and tricks thing. I'm, like, I just wasn't patient enough. Apparently, I just got to keep throwing shit at it, and eventually it's going to happen, so... Yeah, well, I mean, that's why it's a classic Pokemon thing. If you just if you throw enough balls at anything, it eventually will, <laughs> will capture it. <laughs> it's also, but that's the thing, though, because this game, you do knock guys out. The, your guys get knocked out a lot quicker than they would in a regular Pokemon game. Because I remember, like, oh, that's a bird type. I have a Geodude. My Geodude's going to fuck this thing up. And then three gusts, my Geodude is out. And he's already way out-leveled. By, he's already way out-leveled this thing. So I think they this is meant to be a lot more of kind of like, uh, hey, kids, it's a real the the real world is a lot more fucking dangerous. Get ready, you know. Well, I, I like the balancing that they kind mm-hmm. of like put into there because you know in, in other Pokemon games that's always the kind of the thing is just like they're kind of like rock paper scissors kind of style. Like it's almost can be like overkill of certain types. It's like fire. Fire is like that one that like it has you know a couple of weaknesses, but for the most part you can overpower just about anything. And even like things that it's kind of weak against, you can still sort of bully your way through. Where I like it on this one, it's like, okay, yeah, this move's kind of weaker against it, but it's not saying it's not going to not do damage, though. Mm-hmm. And it, you still could get, like, taken down by this. I, I feel like the danger and the difficulty in this game is kind of nice that they upped it a little bit more than, in, you know, in most Pokemon games, where it's like, it, it does have that feeling of, like, oh, I, I actually have to run out of here. Like, I can't just stand here and fight the whole time. Or, you know, like, oh, let, let's let's come back around again. I'll, I'll re-revive everybody, and we'll we'll try this over. Uh, James, you're about you, to say you, something. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to talk about um, the different fighting styles 
the, mm-hmm. the agile and mm-hmm. strong style and the ability to uh, to to uh, pull up the list of the of the fighting order and how nice that is and uh, yeah it, it kind of reminds me of if you play uh, Super Smash Brothers there's a character um, Pyra and Mithra mm-hmm. and uh, so Pyra is the the strong and the Mithra is the the quick and fast and it's it's a very common tactic to start a match with Mithra because she's quick and she can rank up the damage and then switch over to Pyra, and then just have a strong finisher. Mm-hmm. And that's how that's how I feel the same way about approaching these uh, these battles with those two different styles. Yeah, well, it's kind of interesting too because even though it's got the turn based in there, it's almost got sounds kind of weird, but like almost like the active time battle kind of system of like a Final Fantasy kind of game where. It's not just going to be you go, I go, you go, I go, you go, I go. No, no, no. There's some moves that are going to make it go by so they can get two moves in a row and some moves that you do a bigger, stronger attack, and then you've got to wait an extra turn or so. You know, because that's the other thing. It's kind of like you can come up on a Pokemon, and all of a sudden they get, like, three moves in a row, and you're like, dude, what the hell? Like, that's, like, what gets you <laughs> is, like, they come in, like, bam, bam, bam. Or especially when you get jumped by, like, you know, like the gangbang of Pokemon <laughs> when there's, like, three of them there against your one. You're like, I got six of them. Like, we haven't invented the Pokemon Coliseum or any of this stuff. There shouldn't be any of these, like, rules to be like, no, it's Japan. One-on-one fights. <laughs> what do you think? This is a street fight? Like, it is a street fight. I'm getting bugged out here. <laughs> there's four Mr. Mimes coming at me. This thing does a good job of making you fear or get. There's some that are that's like it's not so much like oh, this one it's he I fear him. It's like it's just a fucking pain in the ass to catch. Like Mister Mime was one of those I didn't even. I'm like I'll I was kind of like fuck you. I'll come back to you later. I got to go get more thumbstone or whatever you know. And then there's like an Abra, which is Abra is not hard to beat. It's just he keeps disappearing and reappearing, so it becomes this game of like now you know and then <laughs> chucking it where um going off what you going back to what you said james about the agile and strong style i haven't really totally developed my um my strategy for that yet uh, i think it's almost kind of like case by case like i'll say if i want this if i don't want to kill the thing and i want to catch capture it maybe i'll do agile style where i know i can get his health in a little bit but not like like get a few hits in, but no, it's not going to kill him. Or strong style, if I am trying to like just massacre somebody, maybe then. But it's kind of a case by case basis of like how long do I think this fight's going to last? Who? What are the types? You know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I will say though, do that you is. Expect... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, you first. Uh, I was going to say there is that thing going off what you said about getting attacked by a bunch at once. There'll be like one you want. You go after that guy. And then three others turn, and you're like, "Well, shit," <laughs> you know. And then, like, like you said, you basically have to like, well, I guess they're all just experience points by this point. So here we go, you know. Well, have you guys found like where they put like the the vortex appears out of nowhere, and you go in the purple zone, and then there's just a bunch of like hard random Pokemon in there? No, I haven't come across that yet. Because that's I found a Porygon in there, and that's why I've been using a Porygon in this game. Because I'm like, normally you never get a Porygon at all. In it, you know, like in Red and Blue, if you get Porygon 1, you got to buy him from the casino, from the Team Rocket and so on. But that's like so much later in the game. By the time you get him, it's kind of like, well, I'm, I'm practically done. You know, so I was like, shit, I never get to use a Porygon in a video game. I'm using Porygon in this. Is he a normal type? I forgot. Uh, he's like his own kind of special. I think he might be. But like, he's weird because he's got like electric moves. And then he's got like that, that tri-attack thing that's like on the Pokemon card. That's like the best way I can kind of say it. Mm-hmm. Where like it hits him with like three <laughs> different types. But um, in this like purple warp zone. James, did you see the purple warp zone thing yet? No, not yet. 
Yeah, it's like they 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 appear. I've only seen two so far, so I played the game for like thirteen hours, and that's as much as I've seen them. But they they drop down, and for you know five minutes or so, maybe a little bit longer, ten minutes, there's just you go in this zone, and then there's there's extra items that kind of drop in there, and then just random Pokemon come out. And it starts getting kind of tough and intense. And, like, the first time I found, like, a Porygon. I found an Eevee for the first time in there. There was a couple other things. Then I kind of got out of there because it was getting dangerous. The second time I saw it, I went in there and there was Kadabras and Alakazams, Mr. Mimes. There was Rhydons. It was one of those ones where it was, like, you know, Magnemites and all kinds of stuff. But it was getting that one where it's like, oh, this is getting kind of dangerous in here, too, once again. There was a... As far as, as, far as the lore is concerned... Uh, are you suggesting that when you enter these zones, it's like you're traveling into like the future? Is there like time and space is merging in these Pokemon that wouldn't otherwise be in this region at this time are able to be captured? Kind of like. I, I think so because because a lot of times it's like you think about it, like a Magnemite like feels kind of like I mean I grew up, they have magnets back in the 1800s but not saying but that that Pokemon looks a lot more futuristic than I guess you would say some of the other ones do and whatnot but um. I think that's what it is. I think it's supposed to be like there's this break in the, the almost like the time, space, future, all that kind of stuff. And that's how you sort of came through. And this is another break that kind of happens for like five to ten minutes. And there's these other Pokemon coming in here that aren't normally in this region. Because a lot of the Pokemon I feel like I see in there are actually red and blue Pokemon more than anything else. There, there's other stuff I will see too. And then there'll sometimes be some Pokemon be like, I see these Pokemon all the time. Get the shit Pokemon out of here. Like, I'm in the <laughs> vortex. I want brand new things. <laughs> well, There's also a little bit of the, when I first, I think the first time I was kind of out on my own, because I'll say this, I guess the complaint I have about the game, we'll just get this part out of the way, and I think, Spencer, we were talking about before we recorded, we both mentioned this, Um, like a lot of RPGs and Zelda games, which this definitely borrows from Breath of the Wild and Monster Hunter, um, it definitely does that thing anytime you take five steps, like, oh, wait, there's something I want to show you, like... Great, great. Here's another 15 <laughs> minutes of my life I'm not getting back. And it's just like, can you just give me the tutorial pamphlet and I can get out there? You know, yeah. like, no, all right, let's have some potato mochi. Like, do we have to have potato I, mochi? I, I know this is your favorite thing, but it's, this is not what I want to order. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the guy has a full menu here, like... Three potato mochis. Like, there's other, there's like spicy curry and shit. No, potato mochis, good enough. Like, all right, cool. I have a hat on. You're like, yes, yes, you do. Like, Glad you're the scientist of this town. <laughs> I guess anybody could, you know, be it. Just put some cowboy boots on and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, um, there is that thing where the first bit of the game, like, I'm not going to lie, when the first few times I went out into the open field, it would be like, okay, go capture three Badoofs, go capture three Starlings, go capture three Shinks or whatever. Between, like, the things I was supposed to do, I would wander off the other direction just because... I know this game's going to try and stop me and give me some other bullshit to do. So I want to try, and I know I got only got so many hours before I have to turn this thing off and go to work tomorrow. So <laughs> let me just go see what's over here, you know? So that's kind of where I, that's kind of, so I, even though that if I probably just did what the game wanted me to do, I'd probably get the proper items and tutorials of how to do X, Y, and Z. But I just really wanted to see more of the world. And um, up until, like, I think the third time when you go out into the wild, where it's like, okay, you're on your own, go have fun. At that point, that's actually, I was surprised. I came across an Eevee and a Chimchar just out of nowhere, like yeah. on top of a hill. And it was one of those things where 
there there was like only one because usually you see like two or three in the area but only one of each so i was like i can't fuck this up i can't fuck this up maybe there's others there and i didn't see them but who knows no the, the, when, when there's those rare pokemon they only appear like once and then just kind of like that's it for the moment seeing the flying gyarados over the waterfowl for the first time yeah is, uh, really surprising yeah, I, well, I, w- I was up there, I was trying to capture I'm like, I was chucking balls, chucking my Pokemon, they're putting out the little, like, rice patties or whatever the heck the, they give you that says, this attacks <laughs> dragon Pokemon, like, clearly doesn't attract a flying Gyarados. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know Gyarados could actually fly, I just thought that was a cheap animation they had, but it actually flies now, huh? Yeah, so it's flying through there. But this is one of those games, though, kind of touching back on what Ryan was saying, though. It has that, like, what a lot of the Legend of Zelda games had, kind of from Ocarina of Time all the way up until Breath of the Wild, where... You'd always be like, you got, you got to put that like two, maybe three hours in just to kind of get the initial start of the game over, and then you're good to go. Because I'll say, once the game kind of gets rolling, th- that talking stuff definitely dwindles itself down. I mean, I'm not saying it's not still there. There's definitely more talking in this game than there is like in any Pokemon ever made, but you know... It's not that it's, like, the worst, but it's more like the tutorial stuff. Like, that's the one thing about, like, in video games. I, w- I, wish, I wish you could just almost say, like, hey, if you want tutorials ask for them by all means but if you don't want them then you want like that diablo experience where it's just like here you go figure it out you know i i miss those days of like where it's like or like the better way is almost like the game can t- sort of teach you stuff without having to say a single word it's the the Mega Man x like kind of philosophy is that the game almost explains 100 percent how to play the game without saying anything just by that very first level i i do wish there was like a game like a like a like a major like triple a title opens up on a firefight and some guy's like all right you used a gun before right it's like a yes or no and you, you have you, even if you hit no even you hit no he's just like okay well let me show you first you have to get shot in the head and you're you're like you're just getting thrown into it i'm just waiting for that to happen you know yeah well it's like well, I- that, that remind that reminds me um and I, and I hate it in this game too they in the dialogue they give you a choice you know yes no mm-hmm. i always say no they and what always... difference does it make? No. Well, that, that's <laughs> no, like no. Kind of there, There's very, very few games out there that really, like, the dialogue choices mean anything, you know? And it's, like, one of those ones. It's more just, like, and this Pokemon kind of, I think I want to say this was in, like, Sword and Shield as well, too. It's, like, you sort of have, like, the go along with it, or you kind of have the slightly dick answer is sort of, like, what it feels like. <laughs> but, but it kind of, it, it's the same thing in the long run. I, I don't really mind that. Like, I, I feel not every game has to have choice. I mean, even... I, you know, Mass Effect gives you choices, but even still, I feel in that game, I'm like, well, you don't have enough choices. I feel like that game, it, it's still going to unfold in its certain direction no matter what. You know, I can't join Cerberus in Mass Effect 3, just that's all I'm saying. Well, even in, like, what was it? Like, Path of Neo for PlayStation 2. When you, like, <laughs> when you're first presented the option of red pill or blue pill, I'm like, well, I know where red leads. Let's just see what happens if I pick blue. Morphine's like, Morphine's like, I'm sorry, I see I've mistaken. You may leave. Game over. Well, what's the fucking point of giving me the choice? If <laughs> yeah, yeah get, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, Tricky just shoots you in the back of the head or in something. In fact, I'm erasing know. your save data right now. Yeah. On just Path of Neo? No, on your whole Xbox. <laughs> you want the real world? You got the real world. Wait, I thought it was the other way around. You thought wrong. <laughs> You take the red pill, that's because you want to play video games. You take the blue one, go get a fucking job. Here's your tie. <laughs> tie just comes out of the Xbox. <laughs> um, and then it's short circuits. Badge number. <laughs> 
says Mr. Anderson. Shit. Um, so this this game, like, I'll say that I do want to play a lot more. I feel like I already kind of got an idea of what the game's all about, but I guess it's now just about getting down a strategy. Because I'll be honest, I've only played a little bit of Monster Hunter, and I think it's when I first played it, it was a game that I liked, but I didn't really give it all my time. I had it on PSP, and I just picked it up and played it once in a while. Where this is, now I think I would have the patience for a game like that. So I want to try, after this game, I actually want to go back and try some of those games, seeing this is what kind of inspired it to a certain extent, aside from Breath of the Wild. Wait, just kind of ironic, because Monster Hunter kind of is inspired by Pokemon. Yeah, I was like, well, what if instead of capturing him, making him your friends, what if you just fucking killed him? Like, all right, yeah. Because those are all, like, the, the games I felt that came sort of out. Because there's, there's all, like... Monster the, Rancher. Yeah, there's Monster Rancher, and then, you know, of course, Digimon, even though Digimon a lot of times hits certain things before Pokemon even does, too. But then, um, and then you get to, um, there's the Dragon Quest one where, like, you kind of capture monsters and so on. Even though, technically, I think it's in Dragon Quest V, you could actually capture monsters sort of Pokemon style, and that's actually before Pokemon. Hmm, okay, alright. But, um, but yeah, there's all that kind of stuff there. But, uh, no, the thing that's kind of cool is just, like, I just love how it makes the capturing of Pokemon just so much fun. And it gives you a reason that you, like, this is one of those kind of games that, like, I would say, like, I would go out and capture every single Pokemon in this game. I feel like it feels like that would be worthwhile, you know? I mean, sometimes maxing out those, like, points on certain ones, I feel, might be a little bit of a bit chore. Tedious. Because if it's, like, you only see that Pokemon once in a blue moon, and then I have to, you know, either kill it, capture it, you know, feed it, something like that. Yeah, that might be kind of tough on some of those ones. But just, like, the core, like, hey, getting them all, I feel like that sounds like a cool option. Okay, um, honest opinion, do you expect the entire Pokedex, all 600, 700 Pokemon, to be in this game? No, no, no not not even close. I, I feel it's going to have, like, in a sense, like 150 or 200, you know, cherry-picked Pokemon throughout there, you know. Because um, this game, in a sense, is sort of an experimental game. You can just kind of tell that, like... And it's weird, because whenever Nintendo sort of does, like, one of those ones where it's like... they. Like, they're always so afraid to sort of change up the Pokemon formula, I guess, because they just know it's, like, you know, the bread and butter of, like, Nintendo. It's, like, it, it, it never fails, so why mess with it? So if we're going to change it up, we're going to make it seem like it's a spinoff. We're going to give it kind of, like, an alternate timeline, all that kind of stuff. Even, like, Pokemon, like, Let's Go. Like, in my opinion, I remember when, we, when that one first came out, I'm like, dude, this should be the way you capture Pokemon from now on. I know this is going to bother some people, but I'm like, I like that. It's just like, hey, I need that Pokemon over there. There it is. Boop, throw the ball. Got it. Cool. That's what I wanted. You know, instead of having to just, like, you know keep hunting 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 it's like hey, i'm bored i'm gonna continue the story where this story right here like think about this like look at this game would you love to like i know this seems like always like like what like the old school like the old generation red and blue people always say but like imagine this gameplay this entire style this one is but it's, it's the red and blue world oh my god i think you know what i, I honestly could see um the next one, possibly blinks. I feel like they're taking a break from Gen One stuff because I feel like yeah, Oof. I feel I feel like other fans of Pokemon who weren't Gen One are tired of <laughs> that's what I mean, tired of Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and Charmander all the time. So at the same time, though, I'm like, well, that's my shit. But <laughs> I, I, I get I get that people are tired of those greatest th- generation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You guys want to go back a- to Kanto. Yeah. You guys need your fairy taps and your steel taps. All I need is my goddamn fire tap, and we're good to go. Back You're in my j- day, it was just Mr. Mom. There was no Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, 
<laughs> and only three ghosts. Only three of them. That's right, because yeah, I mean, when you think about even Gen 1, there is some things that are broken. Like, there's a dragon type. How many dragons are there? Like, four. Oh. Well, because I don't even know if Gyarados was called dragon type in red and blue, though. I think he... Well, maybe on Let's Go he, he was. He, well, he, he is, red, he red is in the long run. But, yeah. I mean, in red and blue, like, they added stuff to him. It's kind of like how Charizard can't fly in red and blue, but he can fly in yellow and onwards. Yeah, yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. point. You know. But, so, um... I mean, I'll say this. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take any of the other remakes, because let's just say, like, they did a Gold and Silver remake of in mm-hmm. this style. Or let's just... Well, I mean, they did a Ruby and Sapphire one not that long ago, so I feel like... You know, it'd be, it would be something else. But the thing is, is this game, I think, set up because we do see there is, you know, trainer battles in here. They're, they're, they're a little bit rare, but they are here, and they totally work, and they work in the same way. Well, you could totally have the gym battles. You could totally have all the trainer battles. All that kind of stuff is already situated in this style here. So I just feel this experience of just being able to, even just like, I just feel like if you're in the gym and you like, you know, you can kind of run around. And I love how you can just run and you can stand in front of the Pokemon and whatnot, like a moron and get attacked, you know, get hit by like the, <laughs> you're like, oh, I guess I'm staying a little too close there. I guess I shouldn't get electrocuted. But I just, I love that you kind of can do it just for no reason but to do it. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, suicide by Pokemon, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll say, and going back, not to stay hung up on this, but going back to, like, people getting tired. I think one of the things that cued me into, like, I think there's people are getting tired of, like, the original Gen 1 starters is that when they had mixed match starters from every gener- from different generations, none of them were Gen 1. So uh, which ones did you guys go with? I know you went with Cyndaquil, James. Yeah. Not James. I mean, yeah. Spencer, you both went Cyndaquil? That's right. Yeah, I, I played it safe because I just once again I didn't know what the the fighting style was supposed to be like in this game. I did, I thought it was going to be more action RPG, and I'm like, well, if that's what it's going to be, I want to make sure I got the best of the best. I'm taking the fire one to be safe because you know I've been kind of experimental in my the last Pokemon games that came out. Like I'd be like, no, no, I'll I know that like the fire one generally is going to outweigh the other ones, but I'll take the water one or maybe I'll take the grass one or something like that just to be different. You I wanted a Blaziken. You wanted a Blaziken? <laughs> I want a Blaziken. Yeah. Well, my thing is, so here, here's the thing. I kind of saw that in this version, they have different evolutions. Like, their final evolution is different. And I saw the sprite for it, or the, not the, the model for it, and it's like, it just has this derpy, like, kind of face. And then it has, like, not Blaziken. Is Blaziken the ape, or is that the specific? Oh, Typhlosion. Ty, is that his name? Yeah, it's Typhlosion. Okay. Typhlusion. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he has, like, and he's ghost type, which uh, ghost types, whatever, also. But, like, I just saw that he doesn't have the constant fire thing. So you just have this big, oafy thing hunched over with this stupid look until it catches fire. I was like, really? This thing used to look so badass. That's what you do in this game? So I'm like, well, I know that one's badass, but let me go over. You know what? I hardly ever use grass. Let me try the. I like the little owl guy. Yeah, the owl guy's pretty cool looking, though. But here's the thing. He's cool looking. Here's the thing. When you play as it, I didn't know. I didn't play Aloha or the Aloha game, the um, Sun and Moon. Uh-huh. So I wasn't aware because I know that I know sometimes when it's like contradicting types, sometimes it does that thing where one outweighs the other. So, for instance, like in um, Black, there's like this frog thing starts off as water. Once it gets to its middle evolution, it's water and ground. So has all these water attacks. But it all, and, and ground attacks, but electricity has no effect on it. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, I thought that'd be the case with this owl thing. So I was like, okay, so it's an owl thing. So it's a flying type that's probably strong against rock. 
No, it's not. It's the only. It's the only grass type gets ass kicked by rock, and I just have to hope my guy's fast enough to get a hit yeah, in well, on it. Well, does he get some grass type uh, attacks? Yeah, he has grass type attacks, but it, I just gotta hope that he's strong enough to knock out the rock guy because as he's flying, he's gonna get bitch smacked. Right out of the way, right I off mean, the, the bat. I mean, the grass attack, no matter what, should outweigh <clears throat> the fact that he's a flying Pokemon. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't, though. I've had, like, gra- I've had like rock stuff just kill him in one hit, and characters yeah, that aren't yeah, even... Yeah, those, those Geodudes, man, they don't mess around. Yeah, exactly. The, so, those, those Geodudes, there's, like, too many of them in this game, though. That's the thing. It's like, God, there's another goddamn Geodude in my way. And here, my last few games I played, because I've been retroactively going back and playing older Pokemon Generations, and I think I've said this in a few shows by now, but just... In case someone's first show listening to this. Because um, Pokemon for me, it was red and blue. Then I took a break because, you know, peer pressure, teenager, all that kind of shit. Then didn't give a shit, came back. So I've been retroactively playing a bunch of these games again. And out of coincidence, I went back and played um, Crystal as the, the red and... Not the red, uh, gold and silver, yellow yeah. version, right? Yeah. I was, playing, uh, I was playing Crystal, and that right there, that as well as black... Um, I can't. Sorry, black and I can't, white. I can't even talk right now. Black and white not black, too. Not black. Um, ru- uh, sap- Ruby and Sapphire. I'm saying everything but the one game. Thank you. The remake. <laughs> the new- I'm yeah. saying everything but the one game. <laughs> the, uh, Pokemon pinball. <laughs> Pokemon mustard. Pokemon ketchup. <laughs> Unlock trading card game. <laughs> um, no, there is the one that uh, the the remake that just came out. Brilliant Diamond. I just had a Geodude in that just because out of coincidence. That was one of the first rock types you have. And after a while, you kind of put, get yourself in this position of like, well, I mean, it's not my favorite, but he's just there. Yeah. So he's along for the ride. And I feel like Geodude and Graveler, like I like them, but I'm really over them because they've been like in every fucking game I've been playing lately. And they're always just happen to be one of the first rock types you come across. They, they become like the, the new Zubat that's just always there and whatnot. Even though I like, I, I do kind of like always trying to try Pokemon that like you normally would never gravitate towards to kind of yeah. go through. It's like I, I did a playthrough of Red and Blue. I didn't, I didn't finish. I got about halfway into it. But where I, I just wanted to try all the Pokemon that I always felt were kind of like the junk Pokemon that people normally don't have. So I had like a Zubat and Eradicate and like a, a, a not Vileplume, but Shoulder. the other one. Yeah, like a shell. They're like all, all those ones that people just totally bypass. I'm like, I'm going to take all those ones. The starter, he goes in the box right off the bat. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Because I, I almost feel like, and I'll say this though, that changes. If you, you throw that starter in the box and you work with what you have to, I mean, you can use them to capture your first couple, but beyond that, that's it. That makes the game actually way more difficult when you have when you have to use like things like Zubats and you know all these Pokemon that don't normally ever get any use. It's like oh man, this actually made it a lot more tougher, and it's kind of interesting to sort of try it out. So I, I kind of do like to sort of experiment, but like in most Pokemon games, just like in Pokemon Legends here and whatnot, like that. Sometimes like there's always like that kind of Pokemon you get in the beginning, and you almost sort of get stuck with them because it's like well they've been here the whole time, they're leveled up. Eh. I guess I'll take you guys with me because I kind of have like that otter Pokemon. Like that one's with me. It's like, ah, yeah, that's I guess it'll be my water Pokemon then. You oh, know? you mean the the, the Buzzkill, the yeah. two-tailed thing, right? Yeah, mine's a yeah. Floatzill right now. I wrote them down so I wouldn't forget it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like because this is what I have in my game so far on my team is I have the Typhlosion, I got the um, I got the Floatzill. I got the Luxray, which I was almost going to get because I'm like, I had that Pokemon in Diamond and Pearl, and I was like, mm, I like that Pokemon a lot, but maybe I'll try to switch it up, and the next thing you know, it's just been with me the whole time, so I kind of was like, oh, I guess I'll stick with that. I got Porygon, I got um, 
Sylveon, because that's my Eevee just, because they have a different way that these kind of evolve. Like when it says they have to evolve, it's like you go into the menu and you choose evolve. And I was like, my Eevee says it needs to evolve. I'm like, I didn't give it a stone or anything. I'm like, well, I just want to see what it turns into. And it turned into the fairy type Eevee one, which I, I guess. I, maybe depends on where you catch it. Yeah, maybe. The, I, I, was trying, I was trying to think of like how it turns into that. Because it's like, of course, you know, you have time to, of day, no? Maybe that's what it, it it might be that one because I know that that's how it turns into like the dark version. Is it like nighttime and so on? If I remember correctly from gold and silver, but um, so there's that, and then I have a scyther because I just thought scyther looked cool in this game, just to be carrying around. And I actually kind of thought about like that's another Pokemon that I've never really used. I've always liked scyther, but it once again you capture him in the safari zone, and by that point in the game you're already three fourths of the way through. You feel like, hey, you know what? I, I can't take you along. I'm sorry. Go back in the box. <laughs> Same thing here. Uh, James, what's your team so far? Our usual team, I guess. A, a quick, just a quick question. Do you guys name your Pokemon? No. It, 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 it's too confusing as is. I already keep up with all the names. God forbid am I going to name them. I, I'll, like, am I, if I already know who the characters are right off the bat, like in Let's Go or something, I was having fun with all the names, like your mom wants to, like, use Vine Whip or something like that, or, like... <laughs> or Sir Psycho Sexy Pikachu. Sir Psycho, Pikachu is Sir Psycho Sexy, but abbreviated, because Nintendo censorship. Um, my, my Blastoise, I called him the, the Moist Boy, so um, <laughs> I'm trying to, there's, like, like my uh, Sword and Shield, there's that big, like, steel flying thing. I named him Sky Daddy. Um, I don't know. I, I sometimes do. If I could think of something funny for the character that looks at least funny to me, I'll do it. But, you know. Uh, I'm not opposed to it. It's just I'm afraid I'm never going to remember the real name. I'm not- That's what happens to me. I don't know the name of the big fucking steely... F- I just know him as Sky Daddy. So. <laughs> I, named, I named my protagonist uh, Booger. Booger? My character's name is The Bump. That's That's kind of like his name, just The Bump. All I picture is Ryan going down the street, and there's like some kid with like the big metal thing T-shirt on. And you're like, "Hey, you got a Sky Daddy T-shirt on? What'd you call my son? <laughs> Sky Daddy?" <laughs> Billy, did I tell you to stop playing that chat roulette? <laughs> no, I haven't named any of them for this, just because uh, just too many poke. Because it's not like, because you know, other Pokemon games, I feel like. I don't know about you, James, or you, Spencer, but for me, it's kind of like, whenever I turn on a new Pokemon game, I'm capturing everything I see. And then at some point, you'll be like, ah, that looks stupid. Ah, I don't <laughs> give a shit. I got a gym to win. I'm never going to complete the Pokedex. I got too much shit to go do. But this whole game's all about completing the Pokedex and collecting and building everything up. So it is kind of like, uh, I don't, do I really have the time to be naming everything? No, I don't. So oh, yeah. <laughs> We're just here to add this to the farm and to the research and to, like, you know, the autopsies. Yeah, exactly. You're a statistic to me. Get in the box. Speaking of which, um, I think, don't they call it, like, pasture one, pasture two, pasture three? Like, I think that's what they referred to. Instead of the Bill's different box? pages. Yeah. yeah, well, because you send them to, like, right. the farm. I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, the phrase, you know, take them out to pasture. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> This is going to seem kind of random and off-topic, but, like, anybody seen the show Bo- BoJack Horseman? Uh, the, I, I know of it, but I've never really seen it. There's a bit where, like, one of the characters in the show is a dog. Like, all, even though they're, they're humanoid animal people, they all have, like, pet names. Dog's name is Mr. Peanut Butter. Anyway, at some point, he's just like, that's where they took my, my grandma and my dad out to the pasture. Like, wait, as well as my great-grandpa and... Oh no! And then, like you know, just it all clicks in for him. And then, like uh, two seasons later, they actually go out to the pasture. Like, hey, son, we're all over here. <laughs> like, oh, 
you're not dead. Okay, well, that's not cool. so bad. <laughs> they did go to the pasture. Cool. It's like a resort. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, did you have you guys got to any of those uh, the boss battles that are in there that are not just like the wild Pokemon, but like where there's like the mystical Pokemon that are like Cleaver like, and whatnot? Yeah, like the ones where they're like, oh, hey, you, you, got, you got to go take this like nutsack and just chuck it at it until it finally like calms down. <laughs> I haven't oh. yet, but I've seen it. Yeah, I've done two of those so far, and those are kind of interesting little ones. Because that, that's where it's kind of, like, different, because where I guess you would say it almost becomes, it's not turn-based, you're just there, you're literally just chucking these, you know, you know, whatever the heck they are, like, literally, like, nut sacks that they, the kids have been packing Filled up all day nuts long. nuts and, and grains. <laughs> and berries and yeah. stuff. And so you're throwing that at it just over and over and over, and then, like, I kind of learned that's, like, almost like, you know, they tell you to, like, throw your Pokemon out there for a second to kind of weaken it. I'm like, you know what? I could just sit here and dodge its next attack and just throw about a hundred more of these things and uh, boom! Hey, well you know it's it's saved. <laughs> the the cleaver thing was pretty easy, yeah, because it's just yeah you have to throw it, get its health bar down. And I sent my Pokemon out there and you know it was it was bug and rock, so my the the, the otter thing with the two tails pretty much did that guy in, and um, it was kind of like uh, I was a little like oh cool now I'm gonna oh I can't catch it yet it just. Oh, yeah. All right. You know, just the boss. There, I beat that thing, and then there's the first time you go up against like, careful. That's an alpha Pokemon. It's like one of the stupidest looking Pokemon. It's like the it's like the Scyther wannabe with a little hipster mustache, whatever. Oh you know? yeah, that that insect one that and whatnot. Thing. Yeah. So yeah, but it, but at the same time though, those are like the only I guess real boss battles I've had. Everything else is me just kind of moseying around, checking areas out. And if I, it's in my ability and in, in, in like my my um supplies to catch it i will but sometimes like all right i uh need to get more stuff to make potions and pokeballs so i gotta go do that first you know yeah hopefully is this I don't the run... first uh <laughs> is this the first pokemon game where you your your protagonist doesn't have a rival well like, you sort of do ray's kind of your well i guess he's not a rival but he's um I think it's Akira. I think the, it's a girl named Akira. If you're playing as a guy, is it okay? It's named Ray as a boy. Okay. And um, that, I mean, I guess that's like the equivalent of your rival. It, you know, it's not like I guess he's not a rival technically. He's, he's there to sort of help you out, and or let's be honest, you're there to help him out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Let me show you the ropes. Like, yeah, show me. The yeah, ropes. yeah, yeah. But like, th- that's kind of it because you can't rename him either. I mean, even though I always say like you haven't been able to rename those characters very often in a lot of the modern Pokemon's. I feel because people kept naming them like you know, dickbag and things like that. And then I was like, wait a second, this is creating bullying. They're like, yeah, he bullied me first. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like that, that's, I mean, that's it, technically, I guess your rival slot. I mean, the rival character sort of has disappeared in Pokemon games and it seems like the last while. Cause now they're kind of like friendly competition. Yeah. They're, 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 they they or- make them kind of weird. I wish I, I liked in the olden days when it was just, that was your neighbor kid that you hated. You know what I mean? And he was always saying he was better than you and, and whatnot. And this is like, we're going to prove it once and for all at the Pokemon League. The, 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 who's the best of the best? And then all of a sudden, now it's like, you know, I think it was in like Sun and Moon. They started like, now it's your group of friends. And, you know, we're all off on an adventure together. Bah, 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 bah. And there's your bubbling and, fat friend who doesn't really want to capture Pokemon, but he wants to capture new snacks and recipes. <laughs> <laughs> well, then the, there's black. I think it's starting as far as I know. Because there's, I still have not played Ruby. I still have not played um, Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon. I've been play. I do have black. I got to finish it. But black that, two. That one in black two. That one you do have the character that's like here's the here's the rival that picks the stronger one. Here's the rival that picks the weaker one, and they're both friends that tag along with you. I'm like, well, I hate them both. <laughs> and then. 
And then there's also like in um, Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. There's Hop, who I hate, despise. But then there's the other kid who I also hate, but he's a dick. So it's like I've. I don't justified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hop is like that's the worst. That's like almost like the worst one because that game tries to make it out like he's your friend, and it's like it, it feels like that kid that like you're forced to hang out with as a child that you have you do not want to hang out whatsoever, but it's just like you get forced, and it's like you know you're not going to have a good time, but he thinks you're having the greatest time ever. You know, it's like. That one, but I wish they would just go back to the old-fashioned rival where it's just like you're supposed to hate them. I, I know that like hate's not a good thing anymore. To, to, like the average person, they can't market hate. I guess <laughs> can't market hate. <laughs> but it's one of those ones. Like there's something to be said to be about having a good like actual rival where you're like, no, I I totally dislike this guy. No, he's not my friend. Don't try to make him my friend. It's okay that we're not friends. That that's fine. You know. That that's what Gary or Blue represents, I think. Well, is that they have somebody that like no, there's you have nothing in common with this guy other than the fact you both actually like to go out and capture Pokemon and want to become champion of the world. But beyond that, <laughs> that's the thing. Does whenever you're that similar, sometimes like that doesn't mean you're gonna be friends. That's where like probably like between Red and Blue's mom, they're like, oh, they, they both love Pokemon and they want to be Pokemon masters, so they're gonna be the best of friends. No, not at all. Definitely not. So with the, without the presence of say like a Team Rocket. Or uh, you know, Team Galactic. Like, is there a clear and def- de- defined antagonist in this game so far? Yeah, we are. That's what I kind of learned. Is we we exactly <laughs> are. Because if you look at all the other people are looking at us like, who are these maniacs that just invented this Pokeball and they're just going out? They don't have any religion back behind them. They're just capturing these things willy nilly using science and all kinds of stuff. Because like that's why it feels like I. Because we're, we're called Galaxy. We're, you know, the town of Galaxy that's going to definitely turn to, the, you know, Team Galactus as time goes on. And all this weird Pokemon research and so on, I feel, is kind of part of it. I think that's sort of, like, what it is. I don't know if the game will technically ever say it, but I have a feeling that that's sort of, the, it's it's a weird one. That, like, you're doing something that's kind of good, but I feel like it's going to roll into something that turns evil once you leave. Like, somebody else is going to take this research, and it's going to become, literally, Team Galactus. And then there's also... And then they're uh, just going to try to get in the space. Yeah, there's that. Well, then at the same time, though, it also think about how many people said, well, God told me to do it. You know? <laughs> what, what, you're, you're listening to, like, Pokey God in this game, and, like, he's on the phone. Here, I just got a text from him, you know? So it, it's like... <laughs> yeah, so, you're literally like the Muhammad to, to this storyline. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So... You know, I'm kind of wondering if there is going to be that. I actually could see by the end of this game, like the sumo guy and the people you're working for becoming bad. I could actually see that possibly. Who knows? They might not do it, but I can see that. I mean, the, the commander lady, oh, she's a, she looks pissed just constantly <laughs> yeah, in a bad I, mood. She's so angry she lost her eyebrows. Yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. Well, because, you know, did you ever play, there was that Pokemon game that came out on, um, it's on DS where it's like Pokemon, like Final Fantasy Tactics style, but it does it like it's like in like the 1400 samurai days. So like you're literally like samurai warriors, like leading battles across like Japan. It was like a Fire Emblem kind of crossover in a bit. 
Yeah, uh, it reminded it, me. Yeah. But it played more. Yeah, it kind of like Fire Emblem, but it felt like it played even more like the tactics kind of tactics ogre and Final Fantasy tactics style. Ironically, even though I know it's a Nintendo game, it kind of went that sort of route. But like that's sort of what it kind of reminds me of. And like the like the Town of Galaxy is sort of like one of those like later day versions of that where they've still kept their like sort of samurai traditions and war lordness. And then where the other ones are kind of these like clans out like in like the woods and so on that are trying to live with peace with you know the pokemon even though they fight each other but like cause they, they each have their own version of like what they think about living in harmony if pokemon is and i can't tell the difference so far yeah they, at the end they just seem like hey you know give the program we, we got technology and everything here well and then also like what was the example i was gonna make um the town shit it'll come back to me yeah sorry you know what really threw what really threw me for a loop uh-huh was the fact that the the pokeballs are not the they're not the things that, that shrink the pokemon the pokemon are shrinking themselves yeah like, did you catch that in the dialogue he, the, like, uh, that just the professor said that like where it's like that it's something that like i because they don't really go into any like details of like we got these steam powered like almost like wooden looking pokeballs and stuff and it's just like they, they still i mean i feel like i explained the science between how, how that exactly goes i mean because nobody knows but like the thing is is that like it the ball somehow like gets it so that the Pokemon has the ability to shrink its ability, and it can kind of live in there. And it's not just like it's a cramped environment; it makes it feel like it's like you know, like the genie or whatnot, where he's got like a little apartment in there. I'd like to think they got like a little like studio apartment going on. <laughs> you know, one of those kind of things. But um, yeah, that is kind of interesting how like they figured out that like, oh no, Pokemon can actually naturally shrink themselves. I guess somehow. Which that seems weird because you think, well, wouldn't you do that all the time then? If you could, well, yeah, I don't know, to maybe. escape. Maybe, 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 that's, maybe that's what happens when they faint. Is because you know how they go. They go I was just going to say that. Yeah, w- when you defeat a Pokemon in the wild, it does shrink. Yeah. I mean, it, it shrinks and it disappears. But yeah. It does shrink. It just goes, honey, I <laughs> shrunk the kids away. Yeah, yeah and then it, maybe it regrows back once it's rested long enough. I mean, I, I always like to assume, I mean, I know that this is not what it's supposed to be, but like when you're out in the Pokemon, like when, when you do, they don't faint. You just killed one. Let's, <laughs> let, let's be honest and so on like that. Because if it fainted, I could just be able to capture it. Well, th- I'll say this. This isn't exactly uh, Pokemon Arceus here, but this is something that was brought up recently. Um, apparently, even in the Japanese version, it says they fainted because they didn't yeah. want children to go out and think, oh, you're flat out murdering them. When I was a kid, I assumed they just, that was an American translation thing. Like, uh, we'll just say they fainted when they actually, you fucking killed it. But even well, in the well, game. consider this. Mm-hmm. When your Pokemon lose their HP, they don't die. Yeah. Well, that's because they're in the ball, though. So, but at the they, same time, they're just lying there. Because like, it's almost carcass. like, in a sense, I feel like you're able your Pokemon. They don't technically die because you're able to bring them in before death. But if they're just laying out there, you know, brutally, like you know, <laughs> taken down by that big old you know flamethrower attack and whatnot, like just charred on the side of the road, like I, I feel like realistically that Pokemon's not going to survive this. You know, if it see, I could put them in the ball. The ball's kind of like a medic thing. I run them back to the Pokemon Center, heal them up. They're they're good to go. But if it's out there in the wild, you know, another Pokemon's just going to probably come by and eat it or something like that. You hit like a wild so, duo with your car. You don't like, oh, it fainted. <laughs> 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 so I, I feel faint. It's just that's just the the the, the nice Code, word. Yeah. It's a it's a nice word. For out death. to pasture. That's yeah, yeah. That, that, that's all it really is. <laughs> You know, and, and let's be honest, I mean, it, we, we all know what scientists are like in, like, the 1800s. Like, you, when you go to study, you know, butterflies and shit, you're not just uh, 
capturing them and having them live nicely. No, you kill them and you put them on a board so you can look at them and take your magnifying glass out and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> well, there was something I was going to say about, like... Oh, yeah, Ember, I was going to say. Because we earlier we were talking about how, like, the two clans, even though I can't distinguish which is which, it seems like Pearl Clan is a little bit more, like, up their own ass. Diamond Clan seems whatever, man. Yeah. But, um... I wonder if it's going to be trying to do some kind of Princess Mononoke thing. Kind of like... You or like Miyazaki in general, like you guys are moving forward with science technology. These guys want to stay with the past and just be one with nature. But is that going to be out of that? You create Team Galactus or whatever, you know? Yeah, it could be something like that. I wonder if it is going to do this thing where it stops and points the finger at the camera, like, look what you fucking did, you know? <laughs> I mean, the thing I about. I think the. Oh, go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, the, choice, the choice to tell the story in the past was was on purpose like like there is there's something that they're out to do Mm -hmm. with that and i haven't watched the show like in in like since like not like i haven't watched like a full new episode of the show probably i was i was curious one time and put on like one of the newer movies like in high school but um the i seen like not new anymore what (laughs) I, I, I put them on the newer movies as in like a 20-year-old movie by oh, now. Oh, yeah, exactly. It was, it was back in high school. I guess. <laughs> new to me. New to me. Yeah. Um, there was a, uh, what was it? There, there, I saw like ads for like the new season and it's Ash back in time in the Hisunu region. So time travel is happening there to some effect. So I'm wondering what's going to happen through that. It's like, Ash, look what you did. Like, I didn't mean to. Like, how much of the story is going to come into play with that, you know? Well, it, it is kind of weird, because, like, the thing about this Pokemon Legends game is that the, the way it's sort of sold is kind of an odd way that it kind of is, because it's kind of the next big thing in Pokemon, but it's sort of sold as a spinoff, because they kind of threw that the the brilliant diamond and pearl. Now, granted, I know that that kind of came out as like, a, as, like, a double thing. One, to catch you up, because this story takes place there. Two, to actually make a remaster of that one, and I guess you would even say three is kind of a little bit of a cash cow, because that one was a little bit of, like, the double dip kind of, like, I enjoyed that one, but that one was definitely, like, sort of, like, compared to the last Pokemon games they sort of have done, that one felt like kind of, like, two steps back. I, I will say, after playing Brilliant Diamond, um, even though I liked it, even though I might replay it again at some point, I did feel like, of all the Pokemon games that I've played, which being... Generation 1, Generation 2, Black, which I still need to beat, Sword and Shield, and uh, Diamond. I'm going to say Diamond is probably my least favorite, so I'm not sure if it was just... And plus the iteration just seemed a little half-assed compared to other things they've done, which has been drilled to death on YouTube and the internet. But yeah. yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I, I, I know that it is kind of just like, it's a simple... Like, cause to me, the thing that kind of bummed me bucks. up yeah. is that... Whenever they mostly have done these kind of remasters, what they've always done is be like, hey, that last game we just made that you love their engine, it's going to be that engine with this old game remastered in it. So I thought, I let, when, when the Brilliant Diamond and Pearl came out, I literally thought, I'm like, oh, cool, it's going to be Sword and Shield looking and play that same way, but with you know Diamond and Pearl. And then it's kind of like, oh, no, no, they, they actually just kind of went back. I think that was kind of the bummer to it. Because, like, the Ruby and Sapphire one was literally just the Sun and Moon engine, which, at that time period, when Sun and Moon came out, that was, like, one of those ones where it's like, holy crap, this game is mind-blowingly amazing. They got the full 3D environments and all kinds of stuff going on here on the 3DS. So then you had the Ruby and Sapphire version, which is like, oh, that's awesome. Here we go. And that's what I sort of felt there. But then there's kind of that. But then it's almost like, 
you almost kind of wonder, like, not saying that I guess, like, by, but by having that diamond and pearl, I mean, I guess that's just there just to kind of double dip the money because they know that anybody that likes Pokemon is just going to buy them all. I mean, got to yeah. got to catch them all. Sorry, but just gotta how it is. Buy them all. But um, but like that's the thing with Pokemon Legends kind of coming out. Like it's in like a weird time. It even comes out like in January and everything like that. Kind of just like it feels like this feels like it would have been a Christmas. Release. Yeah, it almost feels like it sounds strange, even though it might be a way, way, way. But if this was almost reversed with like the Diamond and Pearl one, but then again, I guess the Diamond and Pearl one would seem even odder if it came out after. Yeah, <laughs> Pokemon Legends, because you know what I mean. But like Pokemon Legends seems like this is this technically is the big game, but I feel like they they still want to play it sort of like safe, I guess for some reason. I guess if people just didn't like it, they mm. could kind of like yep, spin off. Yeah, it goes to the Pokemon Snap category now. Well, even going off like the show, how <laughs> the show would even kind of follow whatever what was whatever game was out at the time, even though it was only for like three episodes. There's that point like. We got this Pokemon Snap thing coming on. Let's throw the photographer from there in there. He'll hang out with them for like three episodes and like get the fuck out. Like, okay, bye. You know, so. (laughs) We we got to sell another game. Here's a random question. Do you think that uh, in future iterations as hardware improves, uh, obviously like we're getting, you know, better graphics. You know, I I wouldn't say the Arceus Legends is top tier triple A in terms of visuals. I mean, it is for Nintendo. But it's certainly, it, it's an improvement to previous Pokemon games. So you, they are moving in that direction. Do you think they will ever consider changing the Pokemon cries from the synthetic to, you know, voice recorded like we like we have in the anime? You know, I personally like that they keep the original voices, and I'm glad you brought this up because this is something I like about this game. Pikachu actually has his original voice in this one. He doesn't say Pikachu in it, which I actually kind of like that it ha- goes back to the old cries. And it's it's that's just more of a like like um I guess just a nostalgic novelty thing for myself. But I I kind of actually like that a little bit more. I, I think that like because you know there is the anime kind of versions where they say that, but I guess the the cries even though I almost want to say even the cries though are actually different from the ones in Japan. I think that like as time has gone on. They're kind of the same, but I almost want to say I could be kind of wrong. That, but, but maybe it might be like green has different. I almost want to say that one might have different cries. I know it has different sprites, but it might have different cries than like red and blue. But I could be that could be kind of mixing that up there. But that also might be the reason why they've kind of kept the cries is because the Pokemon are named differently in all the regions. So Pokemon have completely different names in Europe. They have completely different names in Spain. They have completely different names in like Russia. Like it's kind of weird. Everybody was allowed to name Pokemon whatever they wanted. So I think that's the part that would make it really weird and different. I think that's true. I actually like that. I'm with you, uh, Spencer. I I like they kept in the original noise because after a while, I mean, because, you know, in the show, it's like they'll just say their names, but then you sometimes read the game, and sometimes they say their names, but sometimes they go like, Bleh! like, oh, it makes that noise and doesn't say his name or whatever, you know? Yeah. And thinking back, I'm like, I I mean, as a kid, I'm like, okay, they see their names, and now I'm like, I prefer they just make noises and say their names, so I kind of like the whole just synthetic noise they do. I don't know. Yeah. Plus, it's a little, it's a little dolt, jolt of nostalgia, you know? Yeah, that's how I kind of feel. What do you say, James? I was... So- I was surprised when encountering Pikachu for the first time, and he didn't say Pika Pika. He said, Bigger! <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah, like, like, and, like, and, and like the text thing. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that's, you know, I, that's where they get the Pikachu sound from. I do like how they get the thing from, like, once you, once, like, here's my Pokemon partner. <gasps> it's Pikachu. And he's just like, like, he doesn't <laughs> like me very much, though. He, we've been working together for, like, 
two years and he still hates me. But Pikachu, we're going to work together one day, right? Ah! Like, all right, cool. <laughs> I, I, I do love how, like, that Ray is just kind of like the fuck up there. Like, he's, like, he's your boss, or she's your boss. Or, yeah, yeah, depending on like, which yeah. version you're playing. But, like, like I, I just I just love how, like, it's almost like, I think that makes me accept that character a little bit more. Like, when he's not trying to be my friend, he's not forced away, he knows he kind of sucks, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that that's almost better than, like, someone thinking that they're better than you, and they totally suck, and... Or trying to be your buddy, or trying to like you know get in your way all the time. I don't know. It's kind of like, and I know I'm not sure if you've kept up with the show, but uh, James and I did an episode on this show about like a few months back. There's a show called Doctor Stone, an anime, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a character in the show because you know that takes place in like basically humans have referred referred back to caveman living more or less in the future and we got a guy from the present coming in and he's the scientist knows everything and there's a guy who for the town he is the smartest guy and he is the wizard of the town but then the scientist comes in he's like bitch that's not how it fucking works you know and then he he's the 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 master suddenly becomes the apprentice hmm. and it's kind of like i feel like that's what's going to happen with ray sort of yeah, either Ray's gonna get jaded, and then next thing you know, he's gonna go start evil. Team Galactus. He's Somebody, I'm, that's what I feel like. I'm waiting for who. I'm like, who is the member of this whole town that's gonna start Team Galactus? It's probably gonna be the guy at the the mochi bar or whatever. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I can actually well, make something else other than potato mochi, but they didn't believe I mean, didn't, me. When when he first encountered you, he was like, I don't like your shirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, well, I, this sounds weird. I, I have a feeling. You look at his mustache that he has. I feel like a in the Hitlery. Well, no, but I bet you in the the Japanese version because in Japan a Hitler mustache is just a Japanese mustache for you know certain yeah. people because you see it all the time in there. It's just a fashion choice. I bet it's you totally he has that mustache in there in the <laughs> Japanese version. I don't know why. I just have this feeling that just the American ones are like, uh, take this mysterious green mustache and just slap it over the top. <laughs> well, if you play Soul Calibur. For some reason, like Soul Calibur 2, I don't remember, I don't know, 3 or 4, whichever one lets you create your character. When you go to mustache option, before you unlock any other mustaches, the only <laughs> option is a Hitler stash. So, <laughs> just, yeah, it, well, that's I think it's, I think it's just a Japanese thing. Like, they're like, hey, 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 you know what? We've been wearing this fashion just as long. We're keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> a good stash is a good stash. You know what? It? You guys just refer to the Charlie Chaplin stash. <laughs> um... What was I going to say? Um, I, I could actually see, going off, like, who's going to be good, who's going to be bad. I could actually see him flipping. Like, the lady that we see is, like, your your boss who the hates you. Sergeant, kind of who's always frowning, like, constant, like, angry scowl. Like, Klingon forehead, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. feel like she is actually going to become a good guy. Like, when shit... Go- if, if stuff with Galactus goes bad... Or, or Galaxy. Is it even Galactus or Gal- Galaxy? It's, it's Galaxy in this game, but Galactus is what it is in, in this. Diamond. Okay. I, that, that's confusing, okay. too. But um, So, I feel like if shit goes bad, she's going to be the person who comes in and says, no, I'm going to do what's right. And then the guy who's like, hey, how about a sumo match? Get over here, kid. <laughs> I feel like he is going to be the bad guy. Because I, I feel like... he's too nice, almost? He's too nice. I feel like it's going to do like the Full Metal Alchemist thing, where you see... Like um, Mustang, you, not not Mustang. Um, Hughes, uh, is it Hughes? Not Hughes. Um, the guy with the eye patch, the guy who's just like I'm the 
the, well, first off, he's the Fuhrer, so he should have put that together. But <laughs> Fuhrer title aside, he's like the, you know what, kid? Go on and do the mission. I I trust you. You seem like a good kid. I'm a nice guy. Go do what you want to do. Like, oh, dude, the president's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, Fuhrer, eye patch. I should have put this together. I feel like it's going to be something kind of like that. It's one of those ones. I don't know. It's It's somebody in that town. James, you got any idea who you think might be in the town? Uh, those are those are good uh, good hypotheses. You know, we'll, we'll find out soon enough, right? Exactly. Yeah, I, I think it is. And, and then also, I could also see it not kind of because I could see it sort of leaving it sort of open ended, like in you know, in a sense, because it's it's Pokemon. Like a lot of times, I feel like like sometimes people kind of do that thing. They're like, well, Pokemon just doesn't have that much of a story. I'm like, no, no, you're you're supposed to create that story because you throw yourself in this adventure, and that's how it kind of expands it even more. It's one of those type of games. Like I feel like it's that. Where there's actually more story there, but it's like you create your own sort of adventure kind of like feeling to it. And I think that's kind of how it is. But this was, as it says, this Pokemon game has probably more story in it than like almost any of them. I mean, there's a crap ton of talking, you know. Um, I'll say yeah. af- after playing Brilliant Diamond, um, I don't know all the areas still that well. I'm like, oh, it's the town with this gem. Oh, it's the town with the, with the mining motif or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would like to see this... And I know other, every other generation of fan is going to be like, shut up, old man. But I would like to see this as Kanto, because I would like to see, like, 1800s Viridian City or 1800s Viridian Forest make it feel a lot more grander and bigger. And I'm wondering, do you think they'd go, like, one of the, like, Pokemon Legends, then it's, like, one of the Mystic Birds? Do you think they go Mew? Well, that, that's a good question right there. I wasn't even thinking of that. Because, you know, I was going to say this real quick just to expand on that. You know what would work well that I feel would bridge, like, maybe the the best of both worlds is, okay, you do the next Pokemon Legends, you do it as, in a sense, red and blue, but let's just say you do it the gold and silver style where you can go between Johto and Kanto. They're not going to do that. That's, that's a whole other that, game for them right that's there. That's too big. Well, that's, I, I would feel like they did that once, and they're like, no, 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 we gave them way too much in gold and silver. Yeah. <laughs> Never again can they have two games in one. Yeah, they're not doing you know, you that. Could, you could bring in um, Celebi. Yeah. Celebi, who's that again? The time travel. Oh, that's the little like green fairy thing, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's is that is that like third? Is that so, sapphire or something? Or was that crystal? I can't remember. Might be crystal. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Hundred percent. So yeah. You know, like you know, Arceus. You know, what's another mystical Pokemon that we can get away with? And you know, take place in the past or you know what have you? They really It'll start be a really cool a... mechanic. If you can go back, if you can go, kind of like. Um, oracles of ages you can go between the two different time periods back and forth yeah that'd be kind of an interesting kind of one too they really run out of ideas they're like pokemon legends weedle (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it sounds weird it used to be very rare shit yeah there's no weedle i haven't seen a weedle this whole time in this game so just saying there's apparently a lot of gen ones they left out like there's apparently no gen one starters which I get. You well, know, you know, I, I, get I, I give them credit for doing that because the, the downfall is, I think, is to any old person, is the second that you see a Charmander walking you around or a Bulbasaur, it. you just gravitate towards it. It's just it's genetic. It's, it's yeah, you, you can't stop yourself. <laughs> so I feel like if you just cut those ties, like I, I can't remember what it was that was one of the Pokemon. Maybe it was black and white. It's been a while, but I remember there was one of the Pokemon. Well, I remember, as I said, I think it actually was black and white, but I could be wrong. As I remember playing it, and one of my favorite things about it, it was, it was like it literally had none of like the red, blue, gold, silver Pokemon in it, and I was like, 
that's smart because it forced me to kind of try new Pokemon. Because the only downfall is if you throw in something that I kind of know, even if it's one of those ones, it's like, it's like, for example, me using Porygon. Like, now granted, I've never really got to use Porygon in the other games. He's kind of been there. You kind of have him in the collection, but you get him so late, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I guess you could trade him too. But that takes effort. Pull out your Pokemon Stadium pack, maybe. But, um,. So there's those ones like that, but once again, I am still gravitating towards some older ones and so on like that. There is something to be said where I'm forced to experiment and try out new things, and I, and I do kind of like when they do that. I mean, I know I know I, I say that as the person who said, man, you know it would be awesome to see his red and blue, but in the Pokemon Legends style, but... I'm yeah. still there. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'd be up for whatever, Jeff. I mean, I, I'm down. Sword and Shield's too new, so maybe give that one some time. Well, because by the standard of, like, remaking these games, it's like, so far, in a sense, they've remade Red and Blue twice, Gold and Silver once, they did Ruby and Sapphire and Diamond and Pearl, but they haven't remade... But it sounds like... It seems weird. Like, Pokemon Black and White remake. Oh, I didn't mean, like, a remake. I, I was thinking more in the Arceus style. But, yes, yeah, so no, no, no need for a Sword and Shield remake, to clarify. I meant, like, a... Arceus, oh, style, I, I, like a Legends do, style do you like Sword the, and Shield. Like, give give other generations a chance, maybe. I mean, I, I'll totally take Kanto day one, but I'll also take whatever. I, other, I'll, I'll take anything. But. Yeah, by this point, yeah. So a, a few other uh, differences between this and, and mainline Pokemon games. Um, there's no trading, correct? There's no... Yeah, there's trading. Like, you mean between people? Yeah, like but online? not between friends. You could do it online, right. I saw. There, you go talk to that lady that's got the cart... Uh, over there by like the battle area, and you could trade. I, I went, I, I tried it out just for one second, and it was like right when I started my game. And some guy was like, "Oh, here, this is the best Pokemon I have. Here's a Ponyta." And Ooh. then I saw the other guy pop one up. He's like, "Mime Junior." It's like, and then it said, "Transfer canceled by other user." <laughs> 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 and I was like, "Well, I pissed that guy off already." Like, uh, oh, okay. So I, I think okay. that's about it. But I don't think they have like the full on, like a really in depth like, trading area. I don't think you can go battle other people. Which is kind of odd, because I do feel like this game, like, could still utilize, like, a battle arena. Well, I guess you could almost just your Pokemon no and attack the other guy. If you go, you want to run in the middle of the fight, <laughs> and you, 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 you can literally... Turns killing each other. You could have one of those, like, the Pokemon games got, like, the player killer, where you just got people just waiting on the outside of town for you to show up so they could just mug you and take your items. <laughs> Or it plays like it plays like Friday the Thirteenth online. <laughs> Actually, that, that sounds kind of weird. Like that almost would sort of work in a weird Pokemon way. Is that like that way that like there's the one like giant like destructive Pokemon, and then there's the trainers trying to escape. Yeah, that's that, I check that out. I mean, I guess that's <laughs> kind of like the Sword and Shield when you find those one po- like the giant Pokemon in there, and you have like the four other idiots that show up with you, like the, the team don't. raids. Yeah. Helping hand, go! Like, no. no, it has the fucking shield up. Anything but helping hand. Harden. Like, no, we only have we only get like ten turns to capture this thing, and you're messing it up. Yeah. No, you know what's actually one of the interesting things? They do have that thing that, like, when you get murdered out in the woods, you you drop your bag, and then somebody else can kind of find it in their game and send it back. Oh, that's cool. So you know, because it does have that thing where it's almost like the Diablo thing, where you get killed out there and then you drop your items or you drop some of them and whatnot. But it's not like he. But so you have to literally hope that a good Samaritan, which I guess if you're not hooked up online, I don't know what that means. What happens if you uh, does your items just go into the void? Yeah, never to be seen again. <laughs> because I like I've rescued like I don't know like 15 people's bags so far. I haven't done any of the online stuff. I've just been playing myself. Well, I, I you, 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 just, you literally just find them. Like they, they just pop up on the the screen to be like, oh, here's Max's bag or here's Steve's bag. Oh, okay. And, and then you send it. Or go in ahead. the settings, you you have to turn on internet connection at all times. 
Oh yeah, maybe you have to turn that off. So you can't play this game offline? No, you can play it offline. Oh, this is just the bag. Yeah. This is just the bag thing we're talking about. Okay, cool, cool. All right, I'll have to check. Oh, keep my eye. Yeah, you also use the internet to receive gifts, like uh, the mystery gifts. Uh, I, I, you know, right? Yeah, I got the the Pikachu and the Eevee mask thing because of the save data on my system. Yeah, I and got then, that. Uh, you got the code for the thirty hardballs. No, I don't think I got the hardballs. Oh yeah, when I when I bought it on the eShop, it, it came with a code. Oh for, wow! Uh, well, I, I have the physical version, so that's probably the reason I don't have it. Ah, okay. They they yeah, don't spoil people to get physical balls. versions anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I didn't get the hard balls or anything like that. Well, that, speaking of the balls, I know like that like this game will offer some new kind of like pokeballs and so on in it. And I was even telling Ryan before we got in the show here that like a lot of times in like the older Pokemon games, I started getting to the point where I just use pokeballs. I don't I, I don't even use great balls or ultra balls anymore. And I feel the pokeballs almost like work sort of better. I mean, you might have to throw a couple more extra ones, but they cost so much less and. You could just like just go in with a crap ton of them and just like capture just about anything with it. Plus, I feel it's a little bit more of a challenge. But in this one, they they introduced some new balls, and I kind of like some of these ones. Like, there's that heavy ball that you literally have to sneak up like right behind the Pokemon and then just chuck this big old iron hunk of metal right on top of them. But like that one, I like a lot because I feel like I get like a lot more pretty good results out of that thing. I know the thing said heavy, but I didn't put together that the range wouldn't be as far. So like, ah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're literally chucking like a kettlebell onto a Pokemon. So I basically got to sneak up and more or less jam it up its ass to get it more at the, at the end of the day. And then they got those swift balls, which are good for like kind of catching like birds and everything, and they fly like way farther and whatnot. Or the feather balls, I can't remember what they're called. Feather balls. Swift I think balls? feather. I think I saw something. I was because I've been looking up like ways to capture this or capture that. So yeah, I, I, I don't look up anything. I, I want this to be the most all natural. You guys are my only other like experience. I had to. Life. I had to. I had to like like. Well, I want to make sure I know what I'm talking about. So I'm like, did anybody else have trouble with this? So I just want to make sure. Like, oh, that's why. You know. But James, my roommate discovered. My roommate discovered if if you throw a a Pokemon filled ball straight into the air and it lands down, the Pokemon faints on impact. Oh, really? What? Like you because of fall chuck damage? It straight up? Exactly. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So they didn't even capture it, just kill it. Like, well, that's weird because I was, I was literally when there was that flying Gyarados, I was standing up on like the tallest mountain and I was throwing my Pokeball off as it came by because I was hoping I could hit it. Just a heavy ball comes down. No, no, hits I'm you talking in the face. about throwing, throwing. Like, say I have a Cyndaquil, I'm throwing my Cyndaquil out into the world. Yeah. Oh no, uh, but if I, I throw, yeah, if I throw it straight up and it falls down, it takes damage. Well, that's the what I was talking about. I was up. literally chucking my Pokemon at that at that flying Gyarados, but I guess that fall was so far down that it didn't kill any of them. I wonder if like the flying characters like that, if that's something like you just got to get a fireball to do that, and then that engages the battle. It turns back to you like motherfucker. You want to go now, or if it's something kind of like you have to get it get its attention to come down to you to fight you. Spencer, I think in your case, when you throw throw like your Pokemon off a cliff, for instance, I think there's a point where it times out <laughs> that, that, and it just returns it. to you. It, it, it never landed. That's true because it does it do that because like, yeah. I'll see it shoot back to me and so on like that. But um, even going to that Gyarados, because the thing about the Gyarados is when the Gyarados comes by you on top of that mountain, for a split second, there's the lock on. You, you can see that come on there. So it's like, oh, okay, that says that it's not just like up here in the air. What I'm thinking is at some point, farther in the game probably towards the end you actually get fly and you'll have a pokemon that you can fly on its back 
and you can go up there and battle the Gyarados. Yeah, they show there's like some legendary type where you are flying on like a hand glider type thing and things carrying you. And then, yeah, I wonder if there you could like a drive by, like throw it as you're flying. You can't do <laughs> well, that you, on the deer. Thing, you can't though. do it. You, I don't think you can do it on any of them, which is kind of. I will say it's like it's, that always throws me off of that start to get onto that deer thing. Like I yeah. don't know why. Like every single time that like I like I'll be running on it and then like I gotta get off of it for a second. Like I, it's such a, a cluster. I don't know. I feel like I'm like oh oh yeah start. Damn it! Now I've gone too far and everybody's all agitated. No, it's the bike though. That is the bike in um, Sword and Shield. Was that the, was that the bike in there? It's yeah. also I know it's in Diamond and Pearl, and I thought that was weird in there too. I mean, I know that like in the olden games it was select, but on the Game Boy that's different because there's only like four buttons. Yeah, but I don't know why it's like start always feels like such a weird one because I feel like that should just be like my normal pause button. There are so many things like sub menus. I do have to, at some point I have to stop and look going. You're like, right, okay. Like I really feel like my like. A grand, like a grandpa playing this thing every so often. Like, wait, which one is this again? That's right. Okay, that's the sub menu, and that's the thing within those. Men- okay. Well, it's weird that like you use the D pad to get into your bag. Like that's one of those ones that's like I'll say it's actually not bad, but I, it does take me a moment to get used to always. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like it does work. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I get why it is. Like the controls, like they're not bad. I totally get them, but they are they they do shuffle them up on you, and that's kind of the thing you got to get a little bit used to. Yeah, it take, takes a minute. But yeah, I'll admit when. When first playing the game, and because of the Breath of the Wild aesthetic, I couldn't help but wish that I could jump and start climbing the walls. <laughs> I, I, I thought the same thing, too. And I literally thought at first, I'm like, you know what? You'll probably get an ability later on that lets you do it. But I, I'm now thinking that that's not true. Because I if there were some items that were up above. I'm like, well, how the hell am I supposed to get it? But then I realized, like, oh, you could chuck your Pokemon up there and they'll get them for you. I I mm. uh, I feel like that sometimes when a game comes out, you'd be like... Man, it'd be so much cooler if I could do blank. And I think the the game companies often know that. I'm like, well, we're saving that for the sequel. <laughs> so when the sequel comes out, it's just like, oh, so now in this one you can climb. Not only can you climb, as you're riding your deer thing, you do like a pokey drive-by and throw balls at it and try and catch it that way, you know? So I could actually see them just being this, like, like in Halo, like... Why in Halo? Two, why in Halo One? Don't you have two guns? You have to wait till Halo Two to get. Two well, guess guns. what? You never get two guns after like Halo Three. So life really? just sucks. Oh, <laughs> that, that's like my. I love the, like the new Halo is so amazing, and I love all the Halos. But still, it's like that thing. Like, why can I not have two needlers? Like, you know what? That's, if there's one thing I want to die with, is having two needlers in my hand, just going blazing. <laughs> Don't take that away from me. <laughs> but um, I will say it's like the, back to that climbing feature because that's like the number one thing I felt like with the biggest takeaway from Breath of the Wild is that climbing feature. I feel like that right there is like that's the biggest feature of them all because I remember at that same time period um, it was right when Horizon Zero Dawn came out and that game of course you know has you know, PlayStation graphics and so on so it looks like much more intense than there but you're like you felt limited because you're like oh I can't just go climb up the side of the wall here just like Zelda now well this feels like this game's definitely like way be- way behind the times now <laughs> we're like hey hey we we came out the same time you know it's like yeah should have known better Sony yeah. <laughs> You know, but it and is now, that thing. It's like now I play like Pokemon. I'm like, man, I wish you clamp that wall right there. I mean, I, I've got it where I can forcefully get my way up some of these walls that I don't think you're supposed to, or these kind of like hills where you kind of run, roll, 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 roll. Oh, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> Sequence breaking. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you kind of, or like the deer consigns get you up on some of those areas that you can't normally climb up on your own. But yeah, no, I, I think there's. I'll be honest, I think by now we kind of got the gist of what the game is. Yeah, now, it's just, now it's just really a matter of, like, figuring out, like, oh, who else is in it? What's a, How's a good way to capture this guy, capture that guy? What, and, um, you know, it's going to be the whole 
crafting's obviously a much bigger part of this game, so I think it's finding out recipes of, okay, this is this Pokemon's favorite food, also weakens it, making it easier to catch, that kind of deal. Uh, so yeah. too, too much. Too much of, like, sometimes I feel my bag's always just filled with junk. And then you realize, that's the thing about oh, these games. Is like, can't they make these games? Where it's like, can I just have a limited inventory? Like, let's be honest. Like, I have to pay some asshole four hundred. Yeah, to like, make yeah, well, bag. yeah. Well, that's where he's like, he's like, yeah, I got ancient secrets of how to get a little bit more space out of your bag. There, you know, it cost you an extra ten thousand bucks. Yeah, it's just like God. <laughs> I spent like forty thousand dollars on this man who who he doesn't get me a new bag. No, no, no. He just tells me how I can get more room out of the bag I already have. This guy is literally the snake oil salesman. Yeah, and every you're, time you're he goes, stretch your pockets. Oh, yeah. everybody's gonna burst. It goes a hun- up a hundred bucks every time you talk. Oh, it's at asshole. ten thousand bucks now for me. It's at six hundred for me. I'm like, fuck <laughs> you. I'll, I don't need this much honey. You know. So. It's just I, I, I realize I'm like, I don't know what else I'm gonna spend my money on. So I guess I'll just get more bags so I yeah. can so I can just run around the fields pressing A and not have to worry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because you know, I'm just gonna get this stuff and then I'm gonna throw it in my trunk and I'm not gonna use like ninety percent of it. Let's be honest. Until you realize, oh, that's what I need to capture a Gyarados. Oh, that's what I need. No, no, no. I, I'll go old school. All I need is a couple dozen Pokeballs and I'm set. <laughs> a couple dozen Pokeballs oh. and my best friends of, you know, like Porygon and Cyndaquil. <laughs> we're going to go up there and we're going <laughs> to kick his ass. Get in the pickup, boys. Come on. <laughs> slap an American flag on his skull. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> have, you no- have you noticed that there is, there is a hidden a stamina gauge that when you, when you sprint... You don't sprint forever, so there, there is like yeah. a gauge. I, I hate, but it doesn't I, show you what it is. I, I, I hate stamina gauges. I'm just gonna have to say, it. like, I'm, there's mostly not very many things in life I dislike, but I don't know why. Like, can't we just? It's a video game. Can I just run forever? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, wh- 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 why does there have to be a stamina gauge? Well, at least you run a little further. Well, this one's actually like not every... so bad because most of the time you're not even running in this game very often. Well, every like for a while, like every like going back to like PS2, a little bit of PS3. Every like open world game where you'd run for a little bit, you get like ten feet. He'd run faster. Oh fuck! Ah, ah. And the dude's like jacked. Like, why can't this guy run more than ten feet without? Yeah, being that, that was that was yeah. the the part where they're like, we're trying to make games realistic. No, it's a video game. Now you can take five shots to the face and still survive, but you can't run. But you can't yeah. run, you know, three blocks. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to where this game goes, and I'll be honest, part of me, one of the reasons I'm up in town is because we're, my fiance and I, we're getting fitted for, like, her, her dress and my suit, so part of me is like, fucking stupid wedding, <laughs> get in the way of playing Pokemon. <laughs> uh, well, that's kind of how it is when there's a good game out there. I just wonder, Nothing else matters. I get married, so I can't play Pokemon now, it's stupid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Uh, uh, just um, imagine, course, imagine that and multiply it. Multiply that when Breath of the Wild two comes out. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's your jam. You're just that's gonna, you're probably counting down. The that's going to be yeah. a time sink. Yeah, you, you might not hear from me for a while. <laughs> that's all good. Like, well, uh, Octorok Talk is still on its three month hiatus. No word from James. <laughs> he sent me a picture of an He's upside down rule. American. F- <laughs> he sent me a picture of an upside down Triforce, which is which is code for distress in Hyrule. So you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's almost how this game is for me. It's like I mean, it's a Pokemon game, so probably 
I mean, you could always extend the hours of it, of course, but it'll probably, if I had to guess, probably max out about the 20-hour mark. That's mostly always, like, when you do the majority of things in a Pokemon game is about 20 hours. I mean, you could always go out and capture all 150-plus whatever ones are left in there and the small stuff, but, like, the core game is already done from that point. Granted, this game's one of those ones I feel like you'll do more of the Pokemon catching, but it'll be interesting to see kind of how much farther it kind of goes in there because it's kind of one of those ones. I mean, I'm interested in seeing how big of a game they make this, you know, because I think this is going to be the one where like if this game does really well which i can't see why it doesn't it's pure amazing totally awesome the next version they probably make will actually be real like okay we're, we're gonna go real hardcore on it you know it's not gonna be just like because this feels like more it's like a test run sort of almost how like splatoon one kind of was like here's a sort of a test run let's just see what like we're not too sure about it let's see what happens and then it's like oh okay well then we'll, we'll make it bigger as it goes on well right now i mean without going into nintendo rumors and all that kind of stuff they're already talking about possibly the new switch coming out like in two years or something and that's probably the new Pokemon Legends, whatever, is probably not going to be out. Or it might be the next, the last game for the system, if that's the case. So by then, they'll probably already, all right, here's the up graphics, here's all this other shit with it, you know, so... Well, because that's the thing, is the, the, the Switch almost does kind of need another one, because... Once it's sitting next to, like, your Series X and a PS5 and, like, you know, a PC and so on like that, I mean, you do you are playing the 10-year-old system. And it's not saying, I think at the end of the day, I mean, I'll say this, it's like, you know, you could once again have the Series X and the PS5 sitting right there, but uh, this Pokemon game is better than anything that those systems have. Just saying. And my- not, I mean, I, I like them all, but, like, at the end of the day, that's that's Nintendo can always deliver you the best games, even if it doesn't have the best hardware. Yeah. Agreed. Anyway, um... It's yeah. a good place to leave off. I know, yeah, I feel we, we could talk forever. So we know what we're going to do. We're going to leave off here so that we can have another episode where we talk even more Pokemon. And anybody who doesn't like Pokemon will just get really annoyed. But then again, if you don't like Pokemon, that I think you came to the wrong place. I'm ma- well, imagining people who first tuned into us to talk when we were talking <laughs> about a World War II movie, like, uh, like where Eagles Dare. And then like, now we're talking about Pokemon. Like, oh, God damn it. Hey, well, this one's got like... 1800s like yo jimbo yeah yo, yeah it's definitely got the yo jimbo fistful of dollars feel to it like you you just come in the only thing you're just not doing in this game is like conning both uh teams against each other i would <laughs> like a western themed pokemon game that would be cool well that's how it feels like this thing gets close like in a sense like i guess if you had like whatever like the pokemon region that was kind of like the u.s or whatever and it would happen to be in this like legends time period it actually would be a western that's what black and white is like america with more is- guns yeah, yeah. More gu- <laughs> a lot more steel type, <laughs> let me tell you. Because that's the thing is, because like I, I look at this and it's like, you know, in a sense, this is literally like the exact same time period as like Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. <laughs> like at, at the end of the day. You could, so, do, you could do the one, because I think black and white are set in what's supposed to be America in the Pokemon world. So, yeah, kind yeah. of like, so like if you did, a, and black and white's the next one, if they're going in like the, the progress of like what's to be remade next, black mm-hmm. and white will be the next one to do. So, that could be uh, Black and White Legends. Yeah. Well, well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, you know. But, um, but yeah, that's a good place to leave everything off. Uh, you can always go to oldmanorange.com for more podcasts, comic books like Pizza Boys, all our old animation stuff. James, what stuff do you want to shout out there real quick? Yeah, so, you know, we're Octo Rock Talk, me and, uh, me and Ryan. And, you know, we talk a lot Nintendo, Marvel, DC, comics, uh, movies, and all sorts of nerd culture things, just like you guys do. Um, and, uh, I'm an illustrator, and I have uh, a lot of uh, fan art, you know, Pokemon included. Uh, so check me out on Instagram, James Artville. Cool, cool, cool. Ryan, you got any other shout-outs you want to give? 
Uh, just you can find my Instagram at Grit5. We also have an Octorock Instagram, and you can find me on Twitter at Dunnigan Ryan. Yeah, and then uh, you know probably if you see this video, it's actually on my Twitter. So this is our little secondary. What's our second or third test run of this Streamyard kind of stuff, yeah. doing it live and whatnot. So it's kind of fun, a little bit of extra stuff there. But then, um, yeah. The rest of the podcast and everything's going to be up on its normal spots. But till then, I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. I'm Ryan Dunnigan. A special guest, James Artville. And we'll see you some other time. Y'all take care now.